episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. As always, my name is Adam. I'm Joe. And I'm Johnny. And we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day because that is the mob of the Broken Clock Podcast. Well, we did it. We've reached a milestone. We've been doing this for exactly 100 episodes. Yay! Yay. I've been here for not that many... That's okay. It's been a long, winding road, I gotta say. It's been a pleasure, gentlemen. It's sad to see it end. I knew it. I Joe, knew are it. you dying? I knew as soon as we hit a milestone, Joe was out. He yep. has such commitment issues. Yeah. Well, at least he got that far. I know, but now it feels like he's just been wasting my time for two years. You know, I could have been hosting a podcast with anyone, and I chose you, and you're just going to leave me? I've always been saying you should be doing a movie podcast. I still own the rights to this podcast, though, so without me, you can't do it. No, I've done it without <laughs> you several times. Yeah, I'm we did suing. several weeks. <laughs> you can't say that. You're the second most productive member of this. Suing for damages? Yeah. I'm the only one that's been on every episode. That is Damn, true. That's true. Me. Yeah. That's right. I run this shit. It is the end oh. show. Boards of what I house. get for taking vacations and that's stuff. Exactly. For See? having a life. Yeah. Well, let's not go that far. For having um, a semblance a, of a life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I put out the image of a life. Yeah, exactly. When I say I'm on vacation, I'm actually at home photoshopping pictures of me in various places. Just you are so I can a sad, be like, sad man. Just yeah, you're just wearing a VR headset. See, I, I do things. Yeah. No, you're just going on VR vacations. That's Alone? Yeah. yeah. Why, why do you go on VR vacations by yourself? Well, you can't really go on VR vacations yeah, with other Yeah, somebody people. else can That's get in the weird. helmet with me, you John. You just Photoshop people into it. That's true. If you're going to do the Photoshop thing, you might as well like put other people in it. Oh, Your fake friends. I'll do that. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. But yeah, 100 episodes, huh? Woo. What are you guys, uh, you guys excited about that? John, what's been your favorite moment so far in the however many... I didn't count how many episodes you've been on. Favorite moment? Yeah. Any of the moments that Joe's not here. Those are good moments. And Joe wouldn't know because he wasn't here. And my favorite moments are the moments where I wasn't here. (laughs) (laughs) I knew it. I knew it. Um, But yeah, no, we've uh, we've reached 100 episodes. So uh, congratulations to us. Thank you for... it's not 100 the, weeks in a row. Yeah, because there was, like, the first two were, Correct. like, months and months apart. So it's just been our 100th numbered yeah. numeral episode. Because I was going to say, like, when are we going to celebrate the two-year anniversary? But well, that, that technically already, would have already passed. That technically because, already passed. No, our, well, the two-year anniversary will be the two years since we decided that we were going to do this a weekly. Like, consistently? Yeah. Right, so that'd be, like, episode 108 or something like that? Well, 104, because 52 and 52, 52 weeks. 104, and that's yeah. 52 weeks in a year. No, but the first two. No, f- since the fifty-two. Yeah, since so I guess one hundred five, one hundred six really would have been. Sure. Yeah. Whatever two years. Whenever we f- see all the articles that say two years since Switch came out, that'll be when we. Celebrate. Then we'll know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because that, that, that was the past, second episode it? was forty-eight hours with the Switch. That's true. And then we said, you know what? Oh, that's let's right. Do the first, this every the first week. one was our Switch prediction. It was right after the um, like the unveiling event. Yeah. So yeah. we just kind of had like a hey, what'd you think of that? And yeah. It was yeah. Gonna be sitting down doing that. All right come a long way had a lot of fun we've had some some times where we just didn't have any fun it oh just, definitely yeah i know i have yeah at least 60 percent of the time nobody's mm-hmm. having 60 <laughs> yeah that's a low conservative estimate that's true um but no so uh in honor of the 100th episode we have something special planned for later in the show so we'll get to that a little bit later uh but off the top we're gonna start how we've started pretty much every show except for that first one uh with what we've been playing so joe what did you play this week um uh, well, the big thing this week was Resident Evil 2. I'm very excited to hear you talk about this because I saw nothing but wonderful things all week. Yep. Uh, I'm not going to start off with that one because it wasn't cool. the first thing Make I started with. Make longer. Thank you. Yeah. So I just said I was excited. <laughs> you just pulled the rug right out from under me. Yeah. Uh, in in anticipation. preparation anticipation for the release of it myself, um, I decided to play uh, Onimusha Warlords. Okay. Which is another Capcom. I was going to buy game. that. 
Because it's like 20 bucks. Yeah, 20 bucks. Yeah, because yeah, it's not like a remake from the top down. It's just like a... It's just a remaster. It's a yeah, remaster. It's just an yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's just a yeah remaster of Oni Mission Warlords, which came out originally in like 2004, I think. Yeah, it's a PS2 game. Yeah, maybe it might even really older than that. No, I thought it was like a 2002, 2003 kind of thing. Yeah, possibly. Um, so I, I picked that up and I played it, and that was my, like, I got a week or a couple days until Resident Evil comes out, so I might as well, like, feel some old-school Resident Evil-esque thing, because mm -hmm. this was during the era where they were doing, like, different kinds of survival horror games. Obviously, they had the Resident Evil games, they had Onimusha, uh, they made uh, Dino Crisis in this time, which oh, yeah. was, like dinosaurs on spaceships and stuff of course um, as it was space dinos as it was long ago mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh so i was like all right well i mean only just came out i'll give that a try um even though it is just a remaster it's not like a full remake like resident evil was uh still great especially for the 20 dollars um it has the japanese voice acting in it which the ps2 game did not oh did it not have that no, it i just played had it with the, the japanese it had the goofy voice dub. acting on yeah yeah um and, uh, yeah, it's uh, still really good, still holds up really good. Um, I got to say, uh, the pre-rendered backgrounds, because the way they used to do it was, like, the backgrounds were just essentially a paintings, image, yeah. a static image, and then the characters kind of moved around them. Uh, those don't hold up as well. I mean, they wouldn't, like... Yeah. Anytime you watch any of those old games, that's the part that sticks out the most. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, so, like, it, it's still... Those, like, really stand out. Um, and then some of like the animation stuff really stands out, uh, because I mean, you're originally when these were made, you're watching them on like old CRT CRTs, TVs, yeah. you know, um, uh, in component. Now you're like looking at going like, not even component, eh, you, composite. Yeah. Oh yeah. Composite. Yeah. So when you look at it, you're like, uh, like why are their eyes open like widely weird and stuff? Cause you're not really supposed to be seeing it this clearly. Um, but like gameplay wise, it's still really fun. Um, story-wise, it's, you know, it's nothing amazing, but uh, if you like, like, Japanese history, it's kind of cool to get that blend, because it does the, it actually, like, mixes actual Japanese history in, but also is like, and then there were also demons there, yeah. like, oh, you know, there's Oda Nobunaga, but he's an undead zombie. Sure. That's what he was doing all of his stuff, because he had demon powers. Yeah. It makes more sense in retrospect when you realize he had demon powers. Yeah. If you just write about him in the history book, you'd be like, he probably had demon powers, and now yeah, you know. I, it's amazing that this guy won so many battles. How do you win so many battles? He's a demon, demon powers. Powers. Yeah. yeah, it's also uh, a good uh, prep for Sekiro. Get you started. That's why yeah, I was true. thinking getting it. Yeah. Uh, there is a. Did you buy the physical copy? Yes. Okay, because I was like, there is a physical version, so I was thinking about stopping by and getting that on the way home today. Yep, I did for twenty that. bucks. The only thing does the static camera give you an issue? Uh, that is another thing that gets kind of frustrating. Yeah, because um, that was the only thing I was like, ah, I don't know if I can do it. Uh, well, uh, it's because I, I don't really remember how that, the original one worked, if it worked the same way as this one. I assume that it originally ran off of, like, the old Resident Evil tank control style, where it's just, like, holding forward makes him move forward, and then you steer him left and right. Uh, in this one, it's the standard, like, whatever direction you push, he goes. Yeah. Uh, which can get very conflicting because the game has the static, like, different angles. And when you move from one side of the room, just the angle, like, the angle changes. No, that's so, the like, way it was. Because hmm? uh, Devil May Cry is the same way. Was it how that one worked? Yeah. So it wasn't the tank controls in the original? No, because that's why, like, I could play Devil May Cry, but I couldn't play Resident Evil. And Onimusha was the same thing. I just did. I haven't played it forever. Where it's still the direction on the screen, not the direction your character's facing. Yeah. So sometimes you'll go into a door and it'll be like... 
the camera has changed 90 degrees and all of a sudden you have to like revert yourself again. yeah that's how this one is yeah so that's the same way the dmc was or well, devil may cry like yeah the original so that's the way this one is i wasn't sure if they had changed the controls from the original tank controls because i know that when they put out uh the resident evil one and resident evil zero collection they said that it changed the controls yeah but resident regular resident evil zero was still tank controls yeah yeah uh, so I wasn't sure if it like was changed because of that because it would be it, it is the kind of thing where like if you you run to the other side of the room and then the angle changes and all of a sudden he'll like stop and then like turn around Go and back run in the, the other direction, direction because yeah before he's running towards the camera and then all of a sudden it switches to he's running away from the camera and I hate that shit his position gets changed and all of a sudden you're holding the button and he's just, oh, I'm going this way now yeah, and you're, you're like, like, stuck oh, in shit. a loop yeah, yeah so you kind of like have to like when the cha- like a camera changes angle you have to like give stop a second give your second to reorient yourself and then go yeah. Or just be good at the game. I mean, that's the other option. It's also yeah. 16 years old. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's just and, how they played back then. And it's, yeah. like, super short. It, it took me three hours to beat it. Oh, shit. Yeah. Were you, like, powering through it? Or were you trying to, like, do... I don't know. I never played No, it. I was, like, trying to do everything. I know there's, like, side missions. They're not, like... Uh, they're not on, like, a map or anything like that. Or even, like, laid out. You can just do them when you encounter them. But... I did miss a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Um, just because... Aha! It has a, it has at the end, when you get to the final area, it doesn't tell you this is the point of no return. Oh. So, like, I yeah, went to the a, point... I went past the point of no return, saved, then, like, beat the game, went, like, all right, I'm gonna, like, reload and go back and do everything. And then I, like, turn around and, like, walk to the door. It's like, you can't go through this door anymore. You must face the demons now. And I'm like, oh. Oh, why didn't you fucking tell me that before I saved? That was the point in time in gaming before. Because it's also that. 16 years ago. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, we, we have learned since then. Exactly. So I was like, uh, do I really want to like play this again to like do everything? Maybe you're not right now. So I'll probably go back and give that a try at another time. Um, you can give it to me and I'll tell you how it was. Yeah, there you go. No. Burn. I'll Buy just, your own. I'll just take it. 16 bucks. <laughs> True. Uh, so I played that. Um, another thing that I did was I decided to hook up my old Wii U. Which Why? has been unhooked up for a long time. Because of virtual I, consoles been... disappearing? Huh? Because huh? the virtual console is going away? That's only for the Wii, not the Wii U. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, that's the 30th is the Wii one. Mm-hmm. Ends. But uh, I was just, like, reorganizing my, like, game section, my console section. Like, hooking everything up. I bought an HDMI splitter so I could, like, hook up all my old systems. And okay. I'm sitting there. I had, like, an extra slot on the HDMI port that I'm like, oh, like, I got the Wii U here. It's not hooked up. I'll just hook that up and There's test it out. There's a reason for that, Joe. There's a reason why it's not hooked up. <laughs> it's the Wii U. Yeah. Well, uh, actually, I... I I hooked it up and I was like, oh, let's like take a look at it. And I was actually kind of surprised because I went to the virtual console and I, I hadn't heard about like all the stuff they had added to it since last time I had played. Um, I, I, I didn't remember there, they added N64 games to it. Those were there. Were they? Yeah. I, I didn't remember that. I had Mario Party 2 on the Wii U. Oh, I didn't remember them being on there. And I was surprised because I, uh, I like loaded up and I'm like, oh, Mario 64. Like, I've been saying I wanted to play Mario 64. Yep. I was playing Mario 64 DS, but like here's the actual Mario 64 I can play on this thing. That's pretty cool. Uh, there were a couple things that were on sale, so I bought Star Fox 64, which was like $2. Oh, okay. Uh, F-Zero uh, on the N64 <laughs> was also $2, so I said, okay. Mario 64 was $8, so I was like, sure, why not? Uh, they also added DS games to it, which I didn't remember that. Really? That was a thing that I had always been saying, like, why are DS games not on the Wii U? Yeah, one on the TV, one on the pad, right? Is yeah, that... exactly. 
And I looked at it, I'm like, oh, shit, like, here we go. They have them there. I, well, I always said that there sh- they should have made, like, an attachment where you could actually put N64 game or uh, not N64, DS, games. DS games into it, kind of yeah. like the, the Game Boy player for the GameCube. Yeah. I always said, like, why is that not a thing that they have? Um, but they did put virtual console games on there. Uh, and I was like, all right. For the DS? Yeah, I was like, I'm, I, I'll give this a try. So I looked through what they had. I downloaded uh, Legend of Zelda Phantom Hourglass. Mm-hmm. Oh, sweet. Uh, I was like, I'll give this a try. And at first, I was really pissed because when you start it up, it does not put it on the TV screen and on the gamepad. What it does is it just shows a model of the DS on the screen with both screens on it. Gross. So that's it looks like an original DS it. with both. It's like a VR. Like a postage. It's like the VR watching a movie. I could see if they made you turn the gamepad sideways, maybe, like because it's at least then of like a vertical screen, so you could have a better like, split. But that's the worst. Yeah. Thing to do. Yeah, and so it was on both like the TV and that. That's awful. With just both screens on one screen, and it's in a cutout of a 3DS or a DS system. Yeah. It's like how they used to show trailers for it. Yeah. I'm like looking at this going like, oh my god, if this is the fucking way that they did this, this is a goddamn nightmare. No. Uh, but luckily I, I went and I checked and there are like a bunch of different ways that you can orient it. You can do it where you can turn the controller sideways and play it like that. Yeah. Uh, you can put it so it's just the top screen is on the TV and the bottom screen is on the, That's the, the pad. That's it, the right? way that you yeah. would do it. But at first when I thought it, you only could do it the regular way, I was like... This is a huge fuck up on their part. Yeah, no thank you. Yeah. So I, I did that. Like, I, I wasn't really intending to play that play it that way. I was like, if I'm going to play it, I'll just play it on the actual DS. Um, which is why I think they should have done it where they should have made an attachment like the Game Boy Player. Because I would want to be able to take that and then take my save file yeah, and, go and on put it on yeah. my, you know. Because this way, I have a copy of Fan Hourglass on my DS and I have it like this way. So it's like, do I, I can't, you know, that's what, that's what makes the Switch so great. Yeah. Well, they they probably were already like invested in making a Switch at the time when these came out on the Wii U that they were probably just like, yeah, we're not going to make an attachment for console where we already know it's going to be antiquated. Oh yeah. Yeah, Because no one was buying it. So they weren't going to put any money into it. Right. Well, and yeah, like no one's going to buy the console because everyone's going to buy the Switch. Yeah. But they were already like, they were already already one foot out of the door and one foot into the Switch door. So. Mm. But I I was, you know, pleasantly surprised by the amount of stuff that they had on the virtual console. I was like, oh, this is cool. Um, I mean, it's still the Wii U. Yeah, (laughs) that's the thing. Ultimately, it's still, it's still the Wii. I'll probably play N sixty four or Mario sixty four on it to play like the original Mario sixty four, not the three D or the DS version. Mm -hmm. It it is what it is. All right. Well, Uh, I want to hear about Resident Evil, Joe. One more thing. No. Oh dear lord. (laughs) Oh, you're killing me. I got a copy of. uh, I ordered off of eBay, but it showed up. I got a copy of Super Mario Strikers on the GameCube. I fucking love that game. That game is so fucking fun. I, even playing that's against one the of computer, my favorite GameCube games. Even of playing all against time. the computer, I was having just so much fun running around, just kicking the shit out of people. That I was like, oh, I can't wait to play this with people. Dude, me, me and Chinny used to play that back, and, and like it would just turn into us slide tackling the shit out of each other just over and over again. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. I was like, God damn, I forgot how much fun this fucking oh, game, game is. Game's so, so good. good. Nice. They need to make another one. That would be another one. That well, they made one for the Wii. Yeah, but if they made one for the Switch, that would be another thing. Like oh, that, yeah. and uh, what was the other thing I said? It was uh, Wario. Mm-hmm. Those are like two big system sellers for me for a Switch version. 
Nice. Well, speaking of things, John, what did you play this week? Uh, Wait, what, what? Resident Evil. Oh, oh, now oh, you want to talk about Resident Evil. I see. Before all that stuff I played before Resident Evil. I was going in chronological order of what I played. We're going to be here all day. Yeah. Resident Evil 2 is good. All right. So, John, what did you play this week? No, I do I do legitimately want to hear about Resident Evil, though. Uh, been, it's fucking fantastic. Yeah. It, all all the, the glowing praise and everything, it 100% deserves nice. all of it. It's really fucking good. Yeah, I was very it, excited for you because, like, it's not a game I'm going to play. It's yeah. just not. Um, but seeing all the glowing praise and knowing what a big Resident Evil person you were, I was like, all right, sweet, I can't wait. I'm no, gonna hear yeah. all of his thoughts. Uh, it, it it looks fucking amazing. Graphics are great. Uh, complete like plays great. Uh, it does a really good job of uh telling the story of the original game, but also expanding on it to you know make it much more uh, of a full game fleshed experience. Out. Yeah, fleshed out. Uh, because. You could beat the original Resident Evil 2 in, like, three hours, just like Onimusha back in the day. Like, mm-hmm. once you know what you're doing, you can just kind of fly through it. And obviously, you can't get by with that nowadays. No. Uh, not for a full-price game. So, they did a really good job of, like, fleshing it out, uh, taking a lot of the different aspects of the, the original game and, like, expanding on them. Uh, they did a really good job of, like, explaining a lot of the more odd plot holes and stuff that the original one had. Um, like, uh, just, there were a lot of things that, like, I always kind of found funny in the original game. Like, why the hell is this police station built so fucking weird with all these different, like, traps and (laughs) hidden passages all over the place? They, like, explained that it was originally a museum, that, like, the guy that designed it was eccentric and he liked having, like, you know, hidden rooms that you could have, like, special displays in and stuff. So they kind of explain on the why H. H. Every- homes of pretty museums. much yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, even to like smaller things. Like I always found it funny in the original game that like Leon is on his way to his first day of work at the place and he's driving to his first day of work like dressed in full like riot gear. <laughs> And I was always like, why is he wearing, like, the crazy... When you get to the police station, you meet all the other cops. None of them are wearing, like... Riot gear? Yeah, they're not, like, or wearing, like, body, body armor, armor and yeah. knee pads and shoulder pads and all this shit. Well, that's because they're in the office. Outside of the office, it's a fucking war zone. You gotta wear that stuff when you're going to the office. Once you're inside there, yeah. you're safe. Or he's just... It's four person there, so yeah. you're safe. You're totally safe. Yeah. He's just going to work over-prepared. He's the type of person that has, like, everything. He's, like, mm-hmm. he's just ready for action. Yeah. Yeah. What if he gets caught in a riot? Then what's he going to do? He's going to be mad that he listened to Joe. It, it worked out in the end of the original game. But in this one, he's just going there in, like, his regular street clothes. And Idiot. once you get there and, like, meet the cops, he's like, you better put your gear on because shit's fucking crazy. And it was, that was always just one of those things that always kind of, like, bugged me. Or I, thought, I thought it was, like, funny. It was a, a nitpicky thing that I always kind of, like, laughed at when, yeah. in the original game. And they explained it. So I was like, oh, this time it's, like, it, it's touched upon. Yeah. Good. Um, finally, my 12-year-old gripe has been finally <laughs> answered. I can't wait. Way more than yeah. that. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, it's, it's just, it's really, really fucking good. Um, there are some aspects of it that I... I like I can complain about. I don't like to like always just say, "Oh, that was great." It's just great. Like I like to actually look at things that kind of annoy me. The sound design is really uh, kind of annoying in the game. Uh, a lot of times, it's like completely silent. There's no like background music when you're like running around the police station. Uh, depending on the situation, sometimes there is, sometimes there isn't. Um, but when there isn't, it gets really, really annoying because they put a lot of effort into like the sounds that Leon makes. So if you're running for too long, he's, like, heavy breathing. If he's injured, he's constantly groaning. So, like, if he's hurt, if you're, like, in danger, red thing, he's just walking around going, like, ugh, ugh, yeah, ugh, ugh. 
And it's just constantly going on. And I'm just like, Jesus Christ, Leon, shut the fuck up. <laughs> well, maybe don't get hurt. Yeah. Maybe. What an idiot. Yeah, play better. Yeah. Running right into that zombie. Yeah, you're playing wrong. Yeah. That's what it boils down to. It's not the game's fault, too. Yeah. Um, but there's also parts of that that I do like. Because um, one of the things I always liked about the Uncharted games is that, like, Nathan Drake reacted to things that were going on around him. It like wasn't all the just... bullets whizzing by because he was never shot. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> it was just turning... It was his luck running out. That's right. That's right. what it was. That's right. But uh, I always liked how like he responded to things. Like, if people shot at him, he'd be like, oh, shit. You know, he would have, like, a comment to make. Uh, it's the same way in this one where, like, when a zombie comes, like, Leon goes, like, oh, fuck, god damn it. You know, he'll 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 say something when stuff's going on. Well, yeah, because you would. Like, yeah. that's just attention to detail. Yeah. It's... It, that a lot of games don't do. Yeah. Like, a lot of games, you know, things are going on. Like, your character is perfectly silent. In this game, when, like, you're shooting a zombie, like, four times in the head, it doesn't go down. He just goes, like, god damn it. Bang, bang, bang. You, like, shoot him a couple times. You're like, stay down. He actually, like, responds to the things that you're doing in the game, which I think is a really, really cool touch. Um, there are a couple other things like they took one of the boss fights in the game and, uh, which was one of my favorite boss fights in the game. And they basically kind of just boiled it down to like an interactive cutscene. Oh, that's lame. Yeah. Which was really disappointing. Um, I'm only, I'm only, I'm assuming probably like halfway through the game at this time. Well, you beat it several times before. So like, you know. Where, well, they, you know they definitely expanded on a lot of stuff. Oh, okay. Uh, and they've, like, moved stuff around. There's a, a a scene that's, like, in the very beginning of the game, there's a scene which they took out. It wasn't in there in the beginning of the game. Because in the beginning of the game, when, like, you first get to the city and, like, you're running around the streets of Raccoon City, one of the things is you go through a, uh, a gun store. And, like, you interact with, like, the owner of the gun store who's, like, the first kind of person you meet in the city that's, like, you know, the fucking zombies and shit. Yeah, WTF, uh, what's with those? <laughs> yeah. Am I right? It's a good uh, thing I work here. Yeah. yeah, and they like took that out of the beginning of the game. And I was like, oh, that's weird that they like removed the, the gun store because it's kind of a, an important part of the game originally. And they took it and they moved it to the middle of the game. Huh. Where like you leave the police station and then you go to the gun store. And like they put like in a lot more backstory. Well, not backstory, but they like they gave the gun store owner like a plot. Oh, that's good. He works hard at the gun store, you know? Yeah. He deserves some recognition. Yeah. So, like, they, like, gave him, like, a plot and thing. And I'm just kind of like, oh. Because at first I'm like, oh, it seems weird that they took that out. I'm like, oh, they moved it here. So, they they change around a lot of the the pacing of the story. They Definitely there's a lot more areas. Uh, In the original game, like, the sewer was just, like, one area that you quickly run through. And this one is, like, a massive sewer with, like, a ton of puzzles and shit. Millions, tons and tons of more puzzles that they added to the game. Uh, like I said, they had to flesh it out to make it yeah. not nearly as, as long. Um, they did something where, uh, in the original Resident Evil 2, there was an A story and a B story. Yep. And there was two A stories and two B stories, yep. depending on which character that you picked. If mm-hmm. you picked, like, Claire, you play her A story, and then you play Leon's B story. And then flip that the other way, Leon and Claire's B story. It seems that they've taken the two, the A and the B stories, and they just merged them together into one game. Because, uh... When you're playing as, like, Leon's A story, he's fighting a certain bad guy, like, a, the the boss of the game. When you play as, like, Claire's B story, there's a different boss set there. In the, this time, you're fighting both of them at the same time, essentially, just, like, at different times. Hmm. It'll be the kind of thing where, like, you'll run into that guy, the A story boss, and then you'll run into the B story boss. So I, I don't know if they've removed the A and the B story, and it's basically just the Claire story and the Leon story this time, as opposed to the, the four different versions of their stories. Um... But, uh, I mean, like I said, I'm halfway through the game, so yeah. I'll know more once I've actually beaten it. 
Yeah, I think once you beat it, it like spells it out a little bit more for you. Yeah, but I like the way that they balance them together, and uh, the you know the the first time you you realize that they're doing that, uh, it happens in a very very like cool way that out that, that doesn't really show it to you all like right out in the open. Like something happens, I'm going, I'm looking at it going like, was that what I think that was? Like, why is he there all of a sudden? Um. So I, I, you know, like I said, I need to get a little farther into the game, but you know, I'm like five or six hours into it right now, uh, and still thoroughly enjoying it. I still feel like I'm only halfway, so they definitely like padded it out. Uh, I'm glad that it's doing as well as it is and it's getting like such glowing reviews because I think they've already said that if this one does good, they'll like remake Resident Evil Three right. also, yeah. and clearly this one's doing very well. Yeah. Uh, I think well, at I least saw, critically, we don't know how it's actually selling yet. But I mean, critically. from from what it's selling or what I, it seems that it's selling, I think they already said that it's uh, they had it's the second highest concurrent player count on Steam for any Capcom game, huh. and, and it's like more than double of what Resident Evil Seven did. Oh wow! Yeah, so I think like the highest player count for Seven was like seventeen hundred people playing on Steam at one time. This one was like thirty six hundred. Damn, or thirty six thousand, I yeah. should say. Not 100. Monster Hunter World was like 300,000. So that one, you know, but that was a... It's also a multiplayer game. Yeah. Um, so apparently it's at least selling very well. On Steam. On Steam. And I'm yeah. sure it's selling well on consoles as well. Because, I mean... Yeah. And the critical reception is enough to where it's going to drive sales in the coming like, days. Yeah, it's only been out a day. Yeah. Oh, it just came out on Friday? Yeah. yeah it came oh, Friday. I thought it was a Tuesday game. That's what I thought too. <laughs> nope. Friday game. All right, so you've done a pretty good chunk of it already in just the one day. He was uh, sick yesterday. I was sick yesterday. Yes, Are we doing yes. finger quotes here? Yes. No, okay. no, no finger quotes. No, no, I was quite ill yesterday. In case he came down with a plague. tells my boss. Gotcha. <laughs> Zombies. Yeah, it was a T-virus. I yeah. think you had early onset T-virus. I actually was feeling kind of crappy, though, just because the weather around here has been so screwy. Yes, it And has. every time the weather gets screwy, I get ill. Well, naturally. That's yeah, just what happens. Because you're well, 90 it, it, like, years affects old. me a lot more, I think, than other people. Because mm-hmm. you're 90 years old? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I have, uh, you know... Uh, Early low, bones? Uh, or late, uh, old bones? I have a, a poor immunity system. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, Resident Evil 2, great. Go out, play it, buy it, enjoy it. Put that on a box. Yep. There you go, right there on the back. Says, no, you know what? Put it on the front. Cover up the title. <laughs> that With that quote. I just Says put a picture Joe of me with a thumbs box. up. Yeah. They'll think you're one of the zombies. It's fine. Oh. Uh, so, John, what did you play this week? Uh, I played more Steep. Um, I've been just trying to beat your score and? at everything. Uh, and I've beaten everything that I've encountered except for one. Okay. Uh, it was like the stupid uh, – the one of the like you have to fall down forever things mm. uh, where you have like absolutely no control over it. So it's really frustrating. But I was like, this morning I like woke up. I think I know exactly the one you're talking about. It's the one that you got to go in between two little stuff. rocks. And yeah, it, I think I know the exact same one because I also was trying to beat your score in it. And it was the kind of thing where like I couldn't even get to like a third of what you got. Yeah, yours even was like 13 runs, seconds and I'm I got like, to 14 seconds. And then Joe was like 36 or something. Yeah. Um, I was like, how the fuck is he doing this? But it's one of the uh, one of the races that you had... Uh, I like it was one of the hard races, and yeah. I hadn't done anything but easy stuff. Well, and I think a couple like you know medium things, but I was just like, sure, I, he's done this hard race. Let me see if I can try to do this hard race. And it's like at one point you got to cut in between a rock that's like sh- sh- like cut into two pieces. Yeah. And I kept smacking into either side every time, and then finally I got it, and yours was 
40 seconds, 40.39 seconds. Yeah. And I cut it in 40.48 seconds. And I was like, you motherfucker. And so this morning, I spent a good, like, half hour just trying to beat that. And I blew your score out of the water by four seconds. So, nice. um, but I've just been doing that nonstop. I don't like, you like all the sky stuff. I love the sky stuff. I can't stand the sky stuff. Oh, I, I like, it. it just doesn't control, like, in a way that I can wrap my mind around it. So I just do all of the, like, the tricks and the races and stuff like that. And I've yeah. been actually skiing a lot. The only thing that sucks with skis is, like, if you touch the directional pad while you're in the air, she turns around. Yeah, you flip backwards. Uh, and then it's, like, really hard to get yourself reoriented unless you want to slow down. Uh, no, all you have to do is press both joysticks in opposite directions. Right, but it still slows you down. So if you're in a race, yeah, like, it, you, sl- you, you lose it. about a second. Um, so I was doing the skis on that one because it was much easier to control with skis because you can like stab the poles into change directions and stuff. Um, and so like I kept getting fucking twisted around in midair. It was really frustrating, but, um, I've been skiing a lot more than I would have thought in a game like this. Mm-hmm. Also, the tricks really like just look a lot cooler in Wait, this. do or don't? I do. Because exactly what you just said. The tricks, the, the tricks just look, look super awesome. cool. Like, yeah. when you cross your skis and grab, like, the back of one with the other side of your hand and stuff like that. And, like, flipping with skis looks cooler than flipping with snowboard. Yeah, because you have that X in the air. Yeah. Um. So, like, I've been skiing a lot more. And I just reached, like, the highest rank in, in races now. Nice. Um, so there's like four things. There's like tricks extreme, which I don't know what that is. Probably like grinding rails and stuff and doing half pipes and yeah. And, uh, racing and then something else. But I'm like, it's I got probably the, the X game DLC. Maybe. Well, but you, I did one of the like story missions. The things where like the camera's like falling behind you and he's like, do it, you know, this things in this area. And at one point I got like extreme points and I was like, I don't know what the difference of the, what type of points these are. Um, but I've been getting like trophies up the wazoo. Um, the I still find it really frustrating trying to figure out my way around the mountain, which is annoying. You just have to look at the like. You well, just have to look at the icon and be like, I guess I'll try to play that and then figure out how to get to it. Well, and in the upper left hand corner, it recommends you things that like you should be doing. Yeah. So I've just been going and just being like, I don't have bronze medal in that yet. I'll start that one next, and it just gives you like stuff that's closer in your area. Yeah, but so it does just, bounce you around from mountain to mountain. So it's like, no, I want to do all the things on this mountain. Yeah, it does. Like, try to go back and find out the one I didn't get. But I was just, I, instead of just trying to like find the points, because you also have to like ski or skate or, you know, whatever past certain areas to unlock things. Yeah, you have to find the drop zone. So I've just so. been I've just been going on the list of the upper hand, left hand area. I just keep on going and going. Mm-hmm. Although it's really kind of annoying because they integrate DLC stuff in there. So I'm like, okay, I'll click on that. And then I'll be like, buy the DLC. And I'm like, no, don't put it in the options then. Yeah, well, that's how they get you. Eventually, I'm going to get the DLC. I'll wait for a second. When it goes on sale. Yeah. But I, I did, I mean, I turned off the music again because, God, that music gets annoying. Yeah, you have to. I uh, put on my own music and yep. I played it for like two hours yesterday and then played it for an uncomfortably long time this morning <laughs> just trying to beat your damn scores at everything. That's right. But I, uh, I, I'm glad that I set, because like, you don't know how good a score you're setting yeah. when you're doing it unless there's someone to beat. So like... I'm glad that it's at least taking you some work to beat some of them because that means I did okay like right. on my run. Through. Well, and you were trying to beat your friend's scores who had already played it as well. Yeah, but a lot of on them, like, of them. a lot of ones recently, they're just like, casually playing. Well, yeah, they're casually playing to just like beat it and then they're done. Like I'm trying to set scores, and then there are some where like I was doing them and nobody had been on there yet. So. Yeah. Well, and I did a couple that none none of my friends. I mean, I only have you two on my list, but yeah. uh, none of my friends had actually John touched them yet. Aww. Well, I have Tyler, uh, but he hasn't played. He's it. not playing Steve. No. Um, I was going to say something else, but yeah, like there was some of the stuff that I hadn't, that I'd done that nobody else had touched, but 
it was the same thing. I was like, I don't know if this is a good score or not. So yeah. I'm just gonna hope it sticks. I guess. Um, but yeah, steep. That's pretty much it. I mean, I haven't had much time this week. I was sick this week as well. So I'm glad you guys are on the other side of the room, considering how sick you've both been. No, I'm feeling fine now. He's he's always dying though. I'm just I'm just filled with phlegm. Don't touch anything. Yeah. Don't spit on anyone. Yeah. Please, yeah, please don't spit on anyone. Uh, well, I'll have to go back then and check out what records you beat and reset them again and continue the cycle. Yeah, and then I, I, I wish there was a thing that would say, like, I mean, we said it last week. Like, I know. Uh, Just you know, like your lists. friends are beating your score. Yeah. But also, I went into the Uplay Club, and uh, there was a like challenge this week that was like, beat your friend's score six times. And I was like, I fucking totally did that today. Oh, damn, I should have saved all my friend beating for... During well, now you can try and beat my score. So, there you go. Um, and also, somebody like from Malaysia and South America somehow logged in my UPlay account. Mm. And I got like the email from it, and I was just like, "Okay, what are you gonna do with my like UPlay points?" They're gonna score. They're gonna use all your coins. Yeah. So I like had to do the, like the two like two step authentication, two step, yeah, authentication yeah. for it. Uh, and it straight up tells you like when you go into like the the website, it shows you like. This logged on in this IP. It was like Malaysia, South America, and like India. And I was like, people all over the world want my fucking Uplay points for some That's reason. Right. I don't know all your coins. Don't know why, but so they can buy digital snowboard jackets, obviously. For me, <laughs> like they can't yeah. buy it for anyone else. There's no point. Maybe you can gift them. Who I, knows? I don't know. Yeah, so I'll go back this week then and do that. I uh, played some Mario Tennis yesterday. I know I mentioned uh, wanting to get back into it. Yeah, had some good uh, some four player matches yesterday. Quite Did you fun. beat the story in that? I don't remember. I honestly, yeah, I honestly don't remember. Yeah, I, don't I don't think I. I don't did. think you did, Joe. Did you? No. I got to like the snow area. I think I got farther than you. I you got farther than me, yeah. Yeah, but I didn't. I don't think I beat it. I should. I, it's a really fun game. Like I was playing it at a friend's house, so I haven't gone back to like boot up my copy of it. Right. Um, but I plan to do that because I did have a lot of fun with it. I once again tried to play Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe. Just played like a level and then shut it off. I don't know why it's not grabbing me. I'm kind of bummed about it. Like, I like the game, and it's still fun, but it's for whatever reason, I'm not digging yeah, it right I, now. Yeah, I mean, weird. Same, same with me. Like, I just, like, loaded up, and I was like, all right, this is cool. I'd rather play other Mario games, yeah. which is weird. It just put me in the mood to play Mike Mario 64 and Mario yeah. Sunshine. I mean, it's a good game, and I stand by that. It's just, I, oh, for whatever I, reason right now, I'm not. I beat it originally on the Wii U. Same. Maybe you're just not in the, like, that type yeah. of thing right now. Maybe. Maybe I don't, like... Because I have been having fun with Steep, so I was going to say more relaxing, but like Steep gets intense when you're like trying to beat stuff and just slamming your face into a wall, so I don't even know if that's the issue. But yeah, I didn't really play much this week either. I watched a bunch of movies. So, yeah, same. Um, nothing to do there. Uh, so that'll do it for what we've been playing, so we'll jump right into the lightning round, not lightning round for this week. And we start with a bombshell that came out yesterday, uh, Friday, broke very early in the morning, because Japan time. Uh, and that is the sad news for those of you looking forward to Metroid Prime 4, because uh, you're not going to get it for quite some time. Want to tell us about it, Joe? Uh, yeah. Uh, Nintendo came out and announced that they uh, have completely scrapped uh, Metroid Prime 4, what they were working on, and they're rebooting the game, restarting from the beginning. Yeah. So the, uh, With a new team developing it now this time. Yeah, it's the original team who developed Metroid Prime 1, 2, and 3, Retro Studios in the United States. Uh, they are going to be working in tandem with the game director that was working on Metroid Prime 4. But just for whatever reason, whatever Namco Bandai, who I don't think was ever confirmed as the developer, but that's just the understanding, uh, just didn't didn't put it together right. I mean, Joe, Tyler and I talked about this, and like I've said it on the show before, where like I'm in the boat that's like, make a good game and put it out complete. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Don't make a game and then fix it later. Like that's the worst thing you can do. And especially in a series that has taken so long to make games in between. If you put out another like shovelware crap game, like they did that DS game that was the 3DS game. Well, I mean, they didn't really try and pitch that as like this is the next Metroid. They just said this is a game with Metroid in the title. Yeah. But it was a game that was being made, and then they just threw Metroid on the title instead. Oh, yeah. yeah. And if they're gonna, I mean, this wasn't the case for that, but also people are looking for another Metroid game, and if it's not going to be up to caliber of Prime, like people aren't going to be happy. So I'm glad. Like, sure, it's going to take a while to make a game from scratch, but just do it right. You can do it right once instead of having to like apologize for having a shitty game later on. Yeah, I, the reaction I saw mostly was like people were like, "Oh, it's very big of them to just come right out and say." Because they could have just delayed it and been like, "We're delaying it, and not told you anything." But yeah. the fact that they were just like, "No, it's it's not good," which also doesn't bode well for it eventually anyway. Like I know they're gonna take the time and kind of revamp it and start over, but it's just like, what was so wrong that you like couldn't get it right the first time, but now you feel like you've got a handle on it? I don't know. I mean, I think it's it also just makes more sense to go back to the original company to make it as opposed to having someone else do it. Yeah, I wonder why they didn't in the first place. I'm guessing uh, money issues. One of the things that I remember that came out from this uh, article is that they said that um, they've already completed Metroid Prime Trilogy for the Switch. I did see that. Uh, they like said it was like it's been done for like six months. Yeah, long put done. Out. Yeah, um, which maybe... They were working, Retro Studios was working on that. The port. The port. And then they finished. And then now they're going to start working on Metroid Prime 4. Um, why that hasn't been released, nobody knows just yet. Well, I always assumed they were waiting to put it out maybe a like, year oh, before 4 was going to be ready. Yeah, that's probably it. So we would have got an announcement about that soon. Maybe it would have come out in the summertime or something or in the fall. And then Metroid Prime 4 would come out next fall. But now that it's not going to come out for at least two years probably... Then maybe they'll have to wait another year or two, or maybe put just out. put it out to like tide people over. Now. Well, that's what I thought you would have done when you made the announcement. Like, yeah, we know this advance. isn't going to make up for the fact that four has to be reworked, but as a show of good faith, we do have the Metroid Prime trilogy. It's out on Switch and it's available starting April, whatever. Like, yeah, you know, whatever like soon release date you want to give it, just so that way people go like, okay, you know. I mean, that's three games to beat. You know, it can take you, if you space them out for a little while, just yeah. play Metroid Prime 1, wait a couple months, play Metroid Prime 2, wait a couple months, play Metroid Prime 3. Yeah, you could space it out, no problem. Yeah. So I'm surprised they didn't even make that. I guess they could have could have been seen as like, a, oh yeah, it's not ready, but you want to pay $60 for this other thing right now again, huh? Like, maybe there would have been backlash then, but... Right, Catch-22, like, yeah, because the internet sucks sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, a, it's funny because... Um, uh, playing Resident Evil 2 it like reminded me that the exact same thing happened with Resident Evil 2 like they were like 60% through the development cycle of Resident Evil 2 and then they just completely scrapped it all and started over again uh, for the original one not the remake yeah um, so I, I like, I'm like playing that as I read the story going like oh yeah and actually if you bought the deluxe edition of Resident Evil uh, 2 uh, it came with like DLC costumes and one of the DLC costumes for Claire was the costume for the original character that was there before her? Because originally in the um, the scrap version, it was uh, like a race car, like a F one race car driver girl named like Elsa. Huh. So like her uh, F one like you know racing suit costume is one of the DLCs that you can get for the game. But it was funny that I was like playing that, reading that, going like, oh yeah, 
The same with Resident Evil 4. It was, like, most of the way through development, and then it got scrapped. And then eventually, like, the stuff that they were developing got turned into Devil May Cry. Yep. I mean, I wonder how much this happens, and we don't know about it. Yeah. Uh, How many games are like that? Right. I mean, games take a long time to be made, especially high-caliber games like this. Like, the, you know, times in between games is so long that this could have happened two or three times for, you know, I don't know what, like, Bioshock 2 or something like that. Or not 2, but... You know, like this this thing could happen often. It's just we don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I know it's something that happened with like the like Days Gone is from Sony Bend, and they haven't put out a game in like eight years, which means they most likely started and stopped on at least one, right. if not two projects yeah. in between this and the last game that they did. Um, so yeah, like I'm I'm happy that they're willing to to put it aside and delay. You know, they were gonna sell it well no matter what because yeah. it's a Metroid Prime game on a Switch and. Switch is selling like gangbusters. I think it overtook PlayStation last year as like the top selling console. It did. It's um, the fastest selling console of all time. Yeah. So like they they would have sold a bunch of copies of this whether or not it was good. But I'm glad that they were like, you know what? We're going to sell a bunch of copies of it no matter what. We might as well at least put out a good game. Yeah. So like good on them for that. Yeah. That's, that's the thing I subscribe to. Like just get it done well the first time. I just want to... As of, like, up until now with the Switch, Nintendo has seemed to have had, like, a very, very, uh, like, well-planned roadmap for release of the games. Mm -hmm. Like, they kind of, like, every month they had, like, a major kind of Nintendo release for the Switch. Yeah. And I wonder, like, how much this throws a wrench into the system of what they had. Probably not much. It's just one game. Especially considering, well, and also the Switch just has, like, a, a new port every week. So, like, there's enough stuff to pad that. Even if it's a Nintendo port, you know, yeah. or like a re-release of some sort, like they can just do another one to add on, on I mean, to it. Really, what it's going to be is the release date for Metroid Prime Four, which was supposed to be probably later this year, is now Metroid Prime Trilogy. Like, yeah, that's that's the wrench. Is rather than putting it out and having these two things in the same year, mm-hmm. now we just have the one, and then the other one will come out. Yeah, I'm just wondering if this is going to like prompt them to like push forward with something else that they didn't originally have planned. They're like, I mean, they could easily just throw together a, a Mario Three Land port. For the Switch and yeah. get that out, you know, Mario so Maker comes out a year earlier than anticipated. something like that. Yeah. yeah, it's possible. It wouldn't surprise me whatsoever because, like you said, they have like they were very calculated in the two years that it's been out of like, all right, March here's a game, and then May here's a game, and then August here's a game, and then September and December like here are all these games, and so that's worked out pretty well for them so far. Even if, like you said, some of them are ports, so I wouldn't be surprised if it's just the Metroid Prime trilogy takes the. The takes the place, slot. yeah, of when this was supposed to come out, and you just lose that dual like nostalgia one in April and the real one in October. Now you just it makes the it. most sense though. Yeah, so I mean, it is weird that all of the reports are like, yeah, no, it's done. It's just ready to go whenever they want to put it out. Because then just put put it out. Yeah, if you know it's done and everything's fine, just put it out. But well, uh, now that it's out there, I'm sure they're going to feel the the pressure to release it now. Oh yeah, for sure. But, I mean, yeah, good on them for at least owning up to it, though it does suck for those of you looking forward to Metroid Prime 4, because that puts it off at least a couple years. I mean, the Switch has been out for a couple. We don't know what the lifespan of the Switch will be, because once the next-gen Sony and Xbox platforms come out, those will be much more powerful than the Switch, so... I did see another article recently that uh, they said that they're not working on um, a successor just yet for the Switch. And not only are they not working on a successor, they're not also working on a reboot. Yeah, like a pro model. Or a yeah, slim so they, or yeah, they, have, they said that there's no plan as of right now to make a successor or make a, uh, yeah, like a, a slim, 
you know, version. Or, There's no need to. It's Switch still selling kind well. of thing. Yeah, yeah. I, but I mean, so did 3ds and how many? Or in like DS and 3ds, how many iterations of those did we get? True. I guess those are also like cheaper versions. But yeah, that's what they're saying. Like they're not even doing like a slim one where like maybe the Joy-Con don't come off and it's a handheld only kind of thing. Like that wouldn't surprise me if they come out with something like that or they change the way. That's the what I was predicting is. for a while. Yeah. Because there were those rumors last year about a potential like Switch 2.0, whether that was a slim, cheaper version or like a pro, more expensive version with a nicer screen. They didn't know, but... Oh, yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, so those rumors existed, so I guess this now squashes those, but we'll see. I mean, Nintendo also said they weren't working on N64 or anything, and we had that news item last week, so who who knows? Yeah. Nintendo's very secretive, yeah. but also... They like to play it close to the best. Exactly. Until they have to say something, which they did with this, so... Uh, good on them. Lightning round. We're getting an announcement very soon regarding the Master Chief Collection. Joe, can you tell us any more about that? Because no. that seems weird. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Microsoft came out and said that at South by Southwest, there's going to be a big announcement for the Master Chief Collection, which is like, how long has that been out already? Uh, since the Xbox One came out, almost? Yeah, it was, that, it was almost a launch game for the Xbox yeah. One, wasn't it? Yeah, it was shortly after it came well, out. it was before 5, wasn't it? Wasn't it like gear everybody up for 5? And 5 came out within the first two years, or year and a half of the, the Xbox One coming out, right? Yeah. It, but it's also had a very, like, rocky go. It didn't work very well when it first started, and then it took them, like, a year to actually get the servers working properly. Yeah. And they give that, that like free copy of ODST to people to try and make up for the fact that it did so poorly. Uh, I mean, the, there's two uh, predictions that seem to be the ones to make the most sense right now, which is that they're either going to announce a PC version of it, or they're going to announce uh, Halo Reach as being a, a DLC for it. Which would you rather have? Uh, well, I don't have a copy of the game, but... I had it, but I traded in just because I played all the Halo games a bunch of times already. I, I, if it was me, just because I don't really care about PC, I'd say I'd rather have it be Reach. But I'm sure there's a lot of people that would love to play my PC. That'd probably be the smarter thing. Nobody's gonna run out and buy a copy of it now for yeah, Reach, just because Reach. Is but there. if they're gonna sell it on Steam or on uh, Microsoft Store or whatever the hell they yeah, that... sell the stuff on, they at least still sell more copies that way. True. How yeah, is this worded? Uh, what do you mean? Like, how do they say, like, do they say, like, a big announcement, or do they just say, like, something about... They said, we have an exciting uh, Master Chief Collection revealed during the show. I bet you this is, uh, it's going to be compatible with mouse and keyboard. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that could be it, too. That's... They're pushing that now, aren't they? Yeah. 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 Like, that's the only thing I can think of, other than adding Reach to it. And if they add Reach to it, sweet, it's my favorite Halo game, so I'll be happy about that. But, like, also, the mouse and keyboard is trying to get, like... The, you know, the wheels on the ground trying to get more popular. And if Halo, which is one of the biggest shooters on the system, or, you know, system exclusives, has the mouse and keyboard attachment to it, that would kind of be newsworthy. I don't know why they had to hype it up, but that's the only thing that I can think of. Or a weird Tacon Battle Royale mode, maybe? Uh, the, well, the one thing that I was thinking it could be, but Ooh, I don't that would know. Be awful. It would be. <laughs> Well, I would definitely play. I mean, I still have my copy. I'd play it. But... They're they're saving they're saving that for the next one. Yeah, you wouldn't. I don't think they are. Infinite honestly, is, yeah, no. Remember, Halo. they said that they are not doing battle royale for Infinite. They did. They say, say that. that. They said the only BR we're interested in is it's the battle, battle rifle. rifle. The yeah. battle rifle. Uh, my like my long shot possibility thing would be that uh, I, it, this would make sense because of the past way they did it, but also wouldn't make sense because it would be like complicated. 
was maybe if you have a copy of the Master Chief Collection, you get access to the Infinite Beta. Ooh. Which was a thing. Because they've done that in the past. Where it's like, oh, buy Crackdown. You get the Halo Beta. Have this. You get the, the this Beta. Right. Yeah. Maybe it's if you, they're going to add the Beta to the Master Chief Collection like menu. Yeah. Like you have to enter it through there. Yeah. That'd be Because it has cool. like their Halo Hub or whatever in that. Well, and that's a separate app though. Well, it has like a hub menu. I meant for on, on the game where yeah. you know you go and it has like the listing of the games that you want and just like add that as an icon of infinite. Beta. Yeah, because otherwise, like I can't imagine what I can't imagine Reach or even mouse and keyboard would be an announcement that you would that you would, you would preface. Hype. Yeah, you know, like, get ready for this. Like was, those are good additions, but I don't think you'd hype that up. I think you'd just reveal it, and that would be like a cool story. I, I so don't care about Halo. Right I was gonna now. say, are any of these things that are gonna make you go back out and get another copy? No, like I said, I've played them a bunch of times already. It feels like it's been so long since the last one came out that I just kind of don't care at this point. I have zero interest in Infinite. I did not like Five. I did not like Four. Um, the the original trilogy were the ones that I liked. Yeah, but. It's so weird how far that how far that series has fallen from being like the everyone needs their Halo killer game to yeah, yeah uh, everything was labeled as a Halo killer yeah and now it's like oh the Halo anything yeah people are like oh Halo cool now, now like, it's it, like could Halo be the battle royale killer yeah okay I guess uh, all right lightning round uh, speaking of multiplayer games uh, PUBG is working on something long requested by us what is it Joe. Uh, a free version Yay. of the game. That's what we all want, right? Like It's what it needed. Kind of. <laughs> Not necessarily what you want, but what it needed. But what's the caveat? But the caveat is it's going to be like a low-spec version of the game. So it's not just the game is free. Isn't it? Wait, hold on. Isn't it already a low-spec version of the game? A, a lower-spec version of oh. the game. It's an 18-bit version of the game. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, it comes actually on an original Nintendo cartridge. Deal. Uh, but yeah, so they said that they're going to be coming out with a low-spec version of the game uh, that will run on like lower-tier computers uh, and will also be free at that point. Uh, I mean, like you can do that and you can also just make the main game free. Uh, you know, the, the people that are going to be like, if you're a kind of person who has like a high-tier computer, you're not going to be going like, well, I guess I'll get the free low-tech version. Yeah. You're just going to... Pay the 30 bucks or 20 bucks on PC and and get that. Um, I don't know who this is really for. No, same. I guess people like me who have crappier computers. But you'll still just, if you had the choice, you'd just play Fortnite for free. Also, (laughs) this is probably just a port of the mobile version. Probably, actually. Which, like, I had fun with the mobile version. I'm not going to lie. Like, Skip and I played it. I had a good time with it. Because it was a good mobile version. Yeah, I'm not going to boot up my computer to play that. Yeah. Like, I'm just, I'd rather just play the mobile version or literally anything else. (laughs) Yeah. Tell us how you really feel. Well, no, I just don't play a lot of games on my computer. Like, it's just not, I wouldn't ever think to come in here to play a game. Okay, this was a dig at, like, PUBG. I was like, jeez. No, but, I mean, it's not a glowing praise of PUBG. Like, if PUBG was the greatest game ever, yeah, I'd probably put aside my, like, indifference to playing on my computer, but it isn't. Maybe this is just the testing grounds for it to be freed everywhere. It better. I just, I can't, for the life of me, figure out why it's not free. Like, why they're still charging. Well, especially now they're getting crushed by a free game. Yeah, that's the thing. Fortnite has proven that the free 
market, like the free-to-play market, works and works really fucking well. Like, you can't sit there and look at it going like, yeah, but theirs is free, so it's just not as good as ours, which you pay for. Meanwhile, it's selling gangbusters kind of thing. Like, yeah. all they need to do is just copy that the same system of just have a sell like a season pass thing. I think they're too afraid of the backlash for the people who paid. Yeah, but we're several years out from when it came out. Like at this point you could do it and be like, all right, we gave you two years. But technically you're not technically we came out in September. Oh yeah. True. But if they come out and say it's free now and people who are like, dude, I was waiting until it was out of early access and now it's officially released and it's only been out for six months and you're going to say it's free. Like, yeah, but then give them, give them a free battle pass. Like give them a free something. They get the free season pass. Yeah. But I still think seasons or whatever. The the backlash is going to be enough for them. That's why they're sticking to their guns and saying it's going to be. If you give them enough free shit, no one's going to complain or they will. But then it'd be like, at least we gave you stuff. Shut up. And it may be an anniversary thing. Like, maybe next year in September, they'll be like, hey, it's free to play now. Mm-hmm. Everyone please play, because no one else is. Yeah, and even if there is backlash, like, you're still already losing. Yeah. You know? And the only thing that makes me think they wouldn't make as much money as Fortnite is because, like, the thing with Fortnite where they make the money is the dances. The goofiness, the, the goofy the, costumes. Yeah, the costumes. Where, like, no one's going to buy dance moves in PUBG or costumes in PUBG. It's not the same. So, therefore, like, I don't think that it'd be a one-to-one, like, just copy them and it'll work. Because, like, Fortnite didn't just copy PUBG. They did their own kind of spin on it, and that's why they made so much money. But they got to do something. They got to make it free. Like, no one's going to decide to pay 30 bucks when the biggest game in the world is free. Well, and that's why this light version is coming out. Because, yeah. I mean, Fortnite is obviously played more on PC than anything else. And this is going to be, I guess, PC only from what we can gather. Yeah. Yeah, there's um, no mention of console. And you wouldn't have a lower spec version for console. Oh, yeah, because there's no need. Consoles can run the game already. Yeah, exactly. Kind of. Although, I never ran it when I played it. That game crashed more than anything I've ever played in my life. Mm. All right. Uh, lightning round. Uh, so, Nintendo, in addition to uh, postponing Metroid Prime 4, did have an indie showcase this week. Though, truth be told, I did not watch it. Neither did I. I, uh, I just saw the either. list of games, which Joe will read off in one second, and none of them really appealed to me, so I didn't go back to watch the trailers. But what do we got, Joe? What's coming? Uh, so uh, they announced uh, War Group, which is a turn-based strategy game coming to the Switch on the February 1st. Uh, heavy Metal Rhythm Shooter Double Kick Heroes uh, will be coming out this summer. Uh, physics-based construction puzzle game When Skis Lift Go Wrong is out today, or out as the day of the announcement. Uh, I did hear that was pretty interesting. Open world crafting game Forager is coming soon. Uh, Goat Simulator, the goat of the uh, the, the goatee edition, yeah, uh, which includes all of the DLCs. Puzzle platformer Inmost uh, will be coming out sometime this year. 2D action adventure Unruly Heroes uh, came out that day. Action RPG Crosscode uh, will be coming to Switch sometime in 2019, and card based RPG Steam World Quest uh, will be coming out sometime this year. Uh, I did, like I said, I did hear that the ski lift thing is it's just one of those like goofy physics games. Yeah, they're fun to play, and I mean, Ghost Simulator sells a million copies of anything, anyways. So it'd be nice that that'll be other things. Uh, yeah, I don't really know much about anything else that was on that list. Uh, Joe, we were having a conversation last week about making another Advance Wars. This Wargroove game looks just like Advance Wars. Oh yeah, really? That's from what I can gather. Uh, Advance Wars was, uh, when I was looking through the Wii U, uh, Advance Wars was under, like, Game Boy Advance section. I was mm. like, ooh, I should, uh, download that, because those games were really fun. There you go. 
It's apparently a game that came out two years ago. The oh, I'm game. sure it was out on other stuff. It's probably been on PC for a while, but it's just getting ported to the Switch. Yeah, it might be the, con- the first time on console. Yeah. Dude, this, is, this looks exactly like Advance Wars. Well, like, there you go. Like Scratch that itch. Screenshots and everything. Like, even the... The, like, when you actually the, fight the people. The actual, like, battle scenes? Yeah. Yeah, that looks straight up like Advanced Wars. We were just talking about, like, why they haven't made another Advanced Wars game. Like, obviously, this isn't Nintendo making it, but this may be something enough to scratch the itch for that. Yeah. I don't have a Switch, but well, that's super more reason awesome. for you to buy it. Yeah. I just, mean, or make Joe buy it. Yeah. You guys can play. That's mm-hmm. exactly... Oh, dude, it's super anime. Like, look at that. Yeah, that's very anime. Sweet. Sweet. I'm glad I didn't check this Wait, is it, is it medieval or is it... Uh, it looks like fantasy. Yeah, fantasy. All right, so yeah, it's like uh, a mix between Fire Emblem and Advanced Wars. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I mean, this looks good. Yeah, it's not to say that any of them didn't look like they could be good games. They it's just none of it. them no. none of them tickled my fancy in any way. And like the last couple of Nindy showcases, the games have come out, like they've looked really cool in the trailers, and then they've come out to no fanfare. I don't even know if they're out half the time. Because so many games come out on Switch every week in like the digital store that I don't see them, and so like I just yeah. Miss games. Sometimes when I, I go to the digital store, like I have to like scale through. Yeah, like I remember one of the other previous Nindy showcases had that Morphe's Law game where like you shoot people and like where you shoot them grow, like you grow oh, and yeah. they shrink. Um, and like that game came out and I just I just missed. it. I didn't even know. I, I was scrolling through it and I saw that in there and I went, oh oh yeah, this game. Yeah. Whatever happened to that? But the Apparently fact that it came it, out and no one played it. Yeah, and so that sucks. Like because that was something that had multiplayer <laughs> aspects. So if nobody's playing it, then like there's no point to buying it. But like there's just too much comes out on the Switch store and they don't do a good enough job like announcing things that aren't your Yoshi's, your Kirby's, your Mario's. Yeah, they shot themselves in the foot because they kept saying like, we're going to put out like 300 indie games in the next year and no, you're just oversaturating yeah, the market Yeah, we put out now. 30 games a week or something is their commitment. It's like, that's not I good found thing. good stuff fit amongst those. Sure, yeah, but you got to dig through the like, while, but yeah, the bargain bin of digital games. Yeah, it's the Wii U shovelware yeah. like, section. Well, like, I can't get excited about games because I, I know I'm just going to like forget when they come out or I'm going to miss it and I'm going to miss the boat on it. Like The good ones will rise to the top and I'll see you know, reviews articles and articles and, and YouTube videos about it and like the community will be talking about it. But the rest of it, it's just like, I don't even want to get excited because I'll just miss it when it comes out and then like miss the boat on it or nobody will play it, or everyone will miss it and no one will play it. Right. And that's a bummer for a lot of these things. So hopefully they're all good and they all get some kind of recognition outside of this one showcase. But Nintendo needs Sometimes to follow up with less things. is more. Exactly. So, uh, lightning round. We talked about the Mad Box a couple of weeks ago, the new uh, game console from the makers of Project Cars, for some reason. Uh, and they've shown off their controller this week. Well, a, a mock-up. Prototype. Prototype. The whole thing's a prototype. I'm still convinced it's never coming out. It probably won't. But, I mean, looking at what this controller is, I can't imagine... It existing almost. Yeah. So describe the controller to me, Joe, and to the people at home. All right. I, I mean, for the most part, it looks like a pretty standard uh, controller in terms of like shape and design. Yeah. It, it looks a lot like a, a slightly fatter uh, Xbox controller, just like more sharper high angles. tech. Like yeah, you know, sharp angles. Yeah. yeah. Um, Clean lines. Yeah, but the, the big thing about it is that. Th- Basically, the entire controller face, aside from the buttons, like the joysticks and the buttons, uh, is a screen. Yeah, touchscreen. A touchscreen uh, that, like, you know, changes depending on what the the game that you're playing is. Um, 
And I can't imagine how much that would cost to design that. Or to purchase one. That's what I'm saying. That's what what I meant. Like, with that amount of design put into it, these are going to be like $120 controllers probably. Yeah. They also have Unless the, they're uh, selling them at like a very much cost. I mean, screen still. technology is getting very cheap these days. That's true. Given this doesn't come out until 2020, which is when they say it's going to come out. That's next at year. At the earliest. At the earliest. I think 2022 is when they were like, maybe it's going to come around then. Yeah, maybe it's going to come out never. And uh, also... Like, it it does just... look very cool, though. Like, it's all glowy and it, you can customize the colors on it and stuff. And, like, from what the mock-up is, there are, like... One button is highlighted and it says like acceleration on it, so like it, it'll have some sort of like integration to the game where you know if you die, you have to hit the specific button that the screen says or something. Yeah, uh, and from the, it like, looks cool from the mock up, like you look down on it and it has uh, clearly it's supposed to be Project Cars, uh, it has the speedometer on the, the controller, uh, has like the gear, uh, it lights up the, the buttons saying like this button is the one that has boost. It's certainly a cool idea, but the practicality of it is what I'm concerned about. Well, my thing is this is going to be one of those things that, like, it's it's a cool idea in principle, but then you got to figure only the the games that are exclusive to the Madbox are even going to take advantage of it. Like, the next Assassin's Creed game, if it comes to the right, Xbox nobody's going to reprogram and Madbox is not going to have a Madbox specific thing to do with that controller. Or if it does, it's going to be gimmicky, and you're not going to want to use it anyway. It's the same thing with the touchpad on the PS4 controller. Like nobody ever used. Sometimes that. it's used for touch controls, like the very early Sony exclusives you did, and then everything else after that is just it's just a big button. Yeah. So I don't even. I it kind of reminds me of the um, like even looking at it, uh, like a really high tech Dreamcast controller, kinda. With the uh, VMU. VMU. Yeah. I, like I, all the different stuff in this on the screen, depending on the game you're playing. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm just super optimistic but this all the stuff that they keep showing is cool do i think it's ever going to come out probably not yeah it certainly looks really cool but i also it's also gonna yeah it's that that was my next thing it's gonna suck the battery out of your controller like i already hate the light on the playstation controller because you can't turn it off and like I, i actually read a thing the other day about like somebody took apart a controller and the only thing, like, the light is just one connection. Mm-hmm. And he disconnected it and then ran, like, a, a battery uh, a diagnostic on it. And you can get an hour and a half more without the light on. Well, yeah, obviously. Like, that's... And it uses 40 to 60 hertz. as And the controller itself, without... Like, the light itself uses 40 to 60 hertz. The controller itself uses 30. Yeah. So it uses more power just to have the light on it than it does to actually operate the controller. Which is silly. So this thing is just going to suck your battery. Like, it's probably going to have, like, a three-hour battery life at the most. Um, I mean, given technology changes so frequently, yeah. this it could have a decent amount of time if it ever comes out. Well, yeah, especially in the far-off future of 2020. But we've seen, with. we've seen some really awful mock-ups of things in the future, like the Boomerang controller from PlayStation 3. Oh, yeah, that thing was ugly as all get out. Yeah, so, like, for this to come out and, like, this is a mock-up and be like, oh, yeah, it looks kind of cool. Well, that's saying enough. But still, I don't think this is ever going to come out. No, they got a tough road to hoe because they're going to need serious like third-party support. Serious everything on. support, yeah. Yeah, can't just rely on project cars, whatever. Yeah, three. Yeah. Nobody wants that. Yeah, it looks cool. Yeah, we'll see. If like, it works. It, yeah. I mean, if it comes out. Yeah. I mean, we can figure that out first. <laughs> There's a lot of, lot of ifs. A lot of ifs, yeah. 
Okay, lightning round. Uh, so there's a shakeup over at Cyberpunk 2077. And Joe, I want you to tell me about it. Uh, yeah, this one is kind of really surprising. Uh, the creative director for Cyber Te- uh, Cyberpunk 2077 over at CD Projekt Red, uh, he just up and quit and went to work for Blizzard uh, in the middle of production of CD, uh, Cyberpunk. Weird. Yeah, in the middle of production on a game that everyone's really hyped on. Yeah, that's got a ton of like buzz Press and buzz and everyone's yeah. super excited for it when like fan goodwill as well like witcher 3 was an amazing game that yeah. everyone was super high on like i don't know many people that hated witcher 3 like there could have been like oh it wasn't for me but didn't like hate on the game no yeah so like the follow-up to that it's a weird thing to just leave for a company that in recent like months and years has been kind of like it's in been chaos. A, a bit, yeah a bit of decline almost yeah. and i maybe blizzard like toss a ton of money because they're like okay we need we need a savior. Yeah, Since we need somebody Bungie who knows bounced. what the fuck to do to, to, to fix our shit because yeah. our shit is all fucked up. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I mean, it feels like he's like almost abandoning a fully functioning ship for a sinking one at this point. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you're the one <laughs> that, to patch the hole. That's a good analogy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. If you're the Coast Guard guy who patches the hole in the Titanic and fixes it, like, I guess that makes you a better hero than the person who, like... Got the boat there in one piece. Yeah, the the captain of, like, the luxury cruise liner that's just fine. The Carmel cruise liner. Yeah, it's like, okay, cool. Like, you got the... You went out for a whole week cruise and nothing bad happened. Okay, but, like, didn't you, like, want to do that? Like, isn't that the goal is to do it smooth sailing? Like, it's weird. Yeah, I mean, Blizzard feels like it's one of those companies that's already too big to fail. So, like, they're not going to go anywhere. So, you're right. Like, maybe being the savior of... Blizzard will be a lot better than just being like, you know, sailing comfortably. Yeah. On a thing that you already know is going to be gold. It's some people like challenges rather than like just to sit and like be plant, you know, plastic with what they have. But to do it like in the middle of production of a major game. Yeah, like like I could see if he wanted to leave CD Projekt Red like in between things to be like, you know what, we've made some really awesome games. Like I want to try, I want to try a new challenge in my life. But it'd be weird to be like, no, you know what? This is going so well. Or maybe it's not. It is and, weird. I mean, there could also be behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. Like maybe, yeah, we don't ever know maybe the Maybe full... him and the like owner of CD Projekt Red just fucking hate each other. And he just said, you know what? I'm out. You know, Maybe he just wasn't enjoying his job working there. Yeah. He has worked there for 13 years. Uh, he's pretty much worked on like every mainline Witcher game for them. Um so it does it still seem kind of weird. Like, I, I would just think he would wait until the game was done. Yeah. That's what I would think. I, I get what you're saying, John, of, like, maybe his more vital role in, in it is done. Mm-hmm. But I, I just, I feel like if I was there, I would wait until it was, like, gone, gone to completion. Yeah. Yeah. Because this game is going to sell, like, fucking Game Busters anyways. Yeah. So. Assuming it's not, like, a turd out of the gate. Which I, I don't think. Well, and I think, uh, I think enough people have actually played it, too. Yeah. I mean, like, when E3 was going on, they were, like, letting press play 40 minutes of the game. Yeah, closed door demos and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I, know, I would have just... figured that people would have shit all over it if it sucked at that time. And the only thing I read from it was people just saying, like, yeah, that's great. So, I, it's it's weird. Yeah. Well, the thing, too, like, if, if he and the owner hated each other, I could see him, like, leaving the project and just, like, going home to sit 
for a while. Like, it's weird that he would even have a contract that would let him jump ship to another video game. That's true. There's no non complete clause. Yeah, there's nothing. Normally, when this kind of stuff happens, if they're fired or they want to leave a project, they have to go home and like take six months and sit there doing nothing because that's their like. That's what's in their contract that says they have to wait before they can go work uh-huh. for a competitor. Yeah. Well, I mean, they haven't come out and said anything about it. Like, pretty much the only thing, the reason people found out about this is he just changed his LinkedIn profile to said, like, uh, now working out. for Blizzard January 2019, you know. It, yeah, I, it could be any number of reasons, you know. Maybe he was just unsatisfied. Maybe he didn't enjoy it. Maybe he didn't get along with certain people there. I don't know. You'd think after 13 years, he would be comfortable. You know what it is? He really wanted this game to be first person or third person. They wouldn't let him. So now he's leaving. He wanted it to take place in 2078. Oh. That was his creative vision. If you guys like, no, won't it's got, set this it's got to be 77. Yeah, if you won't set this at 2078, I'm walking. Yeah. I'm going to go make 2078 at Blizzard. Mm. One year changes a lot of things. Absolutely. You never know what kind of technology could come out in that period of time. Feel bad for the man. But no, I'm sure we're going to get more about this in the coming weeks. Or maybe we won't. Like, But it seems like there's more to this story than just like guy wanted to change jobs. Yeah. So. Uh, normally, they would put out like a, you know... The press release, like, we wish him well. Or, or uh, even him would, you know, they would point out a thing like saying, like, after 13 long years of working here, I felt like my time had finally come to a close. Well, yeah, like, um, Lee Unkrich just left Pixar. Like, the guy who made Coco and, I think, Up. It, like, so he just left and, like, put a whole bunch of, like, stuff on social media that was like, oh, my God, I love this company. I love everything I've done here. Like, I've learned so much. I can't wait to, to grow elsewhere and spend time. Like, one of those kind of things especially when you've been there that long and have a standing enough with the company where you know someone else wants to hire you away to lead them or do something there like, mm. you'd think you'd have enough clout to just at least say like thanks for the memories well, some but the people fact- also don't have that kind of social online presence true either like i mean i don't have any he knew of- enough to update his linkedin though i mean he's pretty savvy <laughs> well it is his resume so yeah well it's weird we'll see if we get more from it uh, lightning round. This one broke pretty much right after we were done recording last week, so that's why it's been out for a while now. But we haven't had a chance to talk about it. Uh, but one of the oldest YouTube gaming channels is no more. Well, technically, it's still there. It's just uh, Machinima. Uh, it's not being updated anymore. They deleted all of the videos off yeah. of the channel. Oh, really? They sent everything to private. I think. Uh, I'm not sure. Like, I thought they just how deleted they everything. No, I think they're still up there, but you can't watch them or something like that. Oh, okay. You can't find them. If they're private, you could probably still get them. They're just not listed. Uh, well, I mean, one of the things I, I saw about it was, um, the big thing was all of the creators that worked for them over the years, uh, they didn't tell anybody. No. So, like, there are a ton of people out there that have made tons and tons of videos for Machinima, and their videos are now just gone. And they're like... Those are also, you know, like, okay, like, yeah, you guys, you know, it was under your brand and stuff, but, like, at least let me know when videos I spent the last 10 years working on just vanished. Especially because those things are on people's, like, demo reels and, like, resumes. You could, you could point to that and be like, all right, here's an example of my work. I worked on yeah. X, Y, Z video. 10, oh, it's a broken link. Here's 12 years of content that I've been working yeah. on, now just completely gone. Yeah. And, I mean, this was something that's been on the writing for the wall when I was, like, kind of researching this story. The I what? typed in... Hmm? The what? Writing on the wall. Yeah, there you go. What'd I say? Did the I word. say... You, you said just, like, flip some writing around. for, some, for yeah. the wall or... Oh. 
I talk weird. Yeah, I say, I, sick, I say dumb fine. things sometimes. Yeah. Um, this isn't one of those times you're right. <laughs> uh, when I was like looking into this, uh, you know, I typed in like machinima dead into Google and I found like articles from 2017 basically. Well, yeah, saying, they got, they got purchased uh, a while ago by I think like Warner brothers. Yeah. Warner brothers. Um, and then Warner brothers merged with AT&T. So in that corporate merger, they got brought under the, I think it's called Otter Media Umbrella, who owned a couple other, like, famous YouTube channels and other, like, you know, gaming-related... Does Otter own full screen and all that? I don't remember specifically. Um, everything owns everything. Yeah. So, basically, they brought them under this other, like, gaming nerd culture umbrella that they already had access to. Yeah. And so, everyone at that point was just like, all right, it's a matter of time. I guess nobody's expected it to just be just a cold turkey, quick... Like button flip to get rid of everything. Well, and I think creators are f- fleeing YouTube anyway because of their ridiculous rights stuff that they get and all the ad revenue issues that people have been having lately on them. Well, and a lot of a lot of the creators that were commenting on it had already left Machinima years ago right. to like start their own channels or go to other companies. Um, oh no, Otter Media owns uh, Rooster Teeth, or they do stuff with Rooster Teeth. Yeah, so they full, full screen, full screen is yeah. part of that. Then. Okay, they, yeah, yeah. Because full screen owns Rooster Teeth, so gotcha. Yeah, I was like, I know it was one of those companies that I recognize. And yeah, I can't a bigger remember name in this second, but yeah. So yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, I remember Machinima back in the day because weren't they the ones that hosted the the Mortal Kombat live action? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where I first remember hearing. Yeah, that was watching that the live action series thing. Yeah, they tried to like. I mean, for a while, I remember when people were saying like. Uh, they were being listed as like the future of television, essentially. Machinima. Yeah. Uh, well, there we are there. Nope. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, it's surprising. It, these the, these kind of things, because it's a multi, like an MCN, I think is the term. It's a multi-channel network. Yeah. Um, when they were designed, it was back in the day when it was like really, really hard to make money off of YouTube. Uh, it got really hard to get like uh, sponsorships or uh, not sponsorships, but um, AdSense or whatever it is. That, yeah. The thing yeah. that like you get paid. Yeah. Uh, and the way that they did it was they get all a bunch of people together and they all start producing content under one like channel brand name as, as opposed to like trying to do it on your own. Um, and nowadays it's, it's a lot easier to just go out on your own and do it. Like you don't need to sign a contract with a company where you're going to give 40% of your ad revenue to them when it's a lot easier to just do it on your own. Well, I don't know that it's necessarily easier to do it on your own. There's more examples of success, but I don't think it's necessarily easier. Like, for you to just start up a YouTube channel and... Maybe not easier, but, like, it's still more beneficial to you to do it on your own than well, to try and, like, you know, sign with one of these mega corporations that are going to take a ton of your... Well, and like, I think... when you don't have a say in, too. That's the hard part. Yeah, and you have to, like, sign... Originally, their contracts were infinite contracts like when yeah. you signed for them you were signed for life and people were scared away from that so like they became seven-year contracts so it's kind of thing where like you just make that one video your first year in your contract and all of a sudden people want to watch your stuff you're still stuck with them for seven or six more years yeah well, but would th- they have seen you beforehand yeah and the thing is like when machinima was first coming out like you had to be an established company to have um ad revenue on your videos like I don't think any Joe Blow could just say, like, hey, uh, monetize my videos. But now you can't. Like, if you just put any video on YouTube, you can monetize no, it. No, you have to have, I think, 10,000 subscribers. No, you have to have, a th- like, 1,000 subscribers. Oh, yeah, 1,000 subscribers and, like, a certain amount of 
views. Ver- yeah, no current views. Oh, but but still, like, there's still uh, it's, it's easier. Much, it's much easier, easier now than it was back then. Yeah. Like back then, you had to be like a corporation. Or well, yeah, it was like near that. impossible, and then it was stupidly easy, and now it's more difficult. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because yeah. that because the thousand subscriber or the thousand views in a year or whatever those thresholds are that they just added was only within the last like year and a half. Because I had a video that had monetization on it and it got taken down because I didn't have enough subscribers or didn't have enough like current watches in a certain span to be able to to keep it. Your two dollars? <laughs> no, I was close to hundred bucks. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Damn. I had a video that had like ten thousand views. I think I I'm never, close to two million. I never checked to see if I could. Uh, was it you make drinking any- milk? Or something random like that? No. <laughs> Please hope so. Well, that's our next video is Joe drinking milk. <laughs> but yeah, it's kind of a bummer. I Sensually. mean, there was a, oh, stop it. There's a, there's a lot of quality content that was on that Machinima channel. Yeah, like video with like 2 million views. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. We talked about this before. Did we? Have. we? Yeah. yeah it's a, oh, you uh, know what? Yeah. It's a monster truck. Monster truck thing. Yep. I do remember that mm-hmm. now. Breaking the floor. There you go. But yeah, well, uh, I, I don't know if maybe those videos will come back under some new umbrella or on a separate site that isn't YouTube or who knows what, but uh, definitely I mean, I weird. Yeah, I don't care about Machinima going away, uh, but I do feel bad for the people that like put a lot Created of time and things for them. Yeah, making those videos, videos and those are just gone. Yeah. Well, I'm sure stuff. they're saved on a server somewhere. Maybe. Like, they could have just said, we don't care about these assets, dump them. Like, I, I think that YouTube probably carries at least some sort of backup for all their videos at to yeah. some extent. But Machinima would have to be the one to ask for it since technically they own the videos. Yeah. And so you'd have to go talk to Machinima to then yeah, talk yeah, to yeah, YouTube. Yeah. Like it just becomes a problem that nobody in the middle is going to want to deal with. It no. seems like also a waste. Like they had 12 million subscribers. Yeah. Like, and it cost you nothing to have a YouTube channel. Yeah. Like just, just leave, leave them up. Yeah. You can only make more money. Like it doesn't make sense. There is one video that's <laughs> still on their channel and what it is, is uh it's the unspoken stream from uh april 3rd 2017 by insomniac games all right that's twenty thousand views there you go all right. there one video rest in peace sure uh, all right lightning round so this movie hasn't even come out yet but there's already talks of a sequel uh, so this could be the biggest video game movie of all time when it comes out this May. But Detective Pikachu already getting a sequel. Oh, it's not Minecraft the movie. No, that one's getting that one's like Avatar where it's already got six planned sequels. Yeah. they're filming them all at once. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, surprised by this? Yes. No, actually, I'm I'm not. Uh, I mean, it's all it's got Ryan Reynolds, so it's gonna sell good just by having Ryan Reynolds in it. It's Pokemon. It's like, Pokemon. They pretty much sell well regardless. I think the, I mean, the trailer was really well received. Yeah, like everything. I I guess when your expectations are in the gutter. Yeah, yeah, that's where I was coming from. I was just yeah. like, this is gonna suck, and then I saw it. I was like. This could be entertaining. Basically, yeah. like all the everyone's reaction was, "That's not as terrible as I thought it was going to be." That looks pretty good. Yeah. It's like the inverse of the Sonic posters. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. I well, no, I don't think there was any hype for the Sonic posters, no. dude. The inverse of that would have been like mean... everyone was excited for it and then saw the posters and went, "Uh." Poor Chris Chan. Oh. Or whatever her name is now. Uh, but yeah, I, uh, I, I'm, I'm not surprised. I, I gotta imagine that they already have, uh, judging from the reaction of everything that they have, somebody in some marketing thing saying like, "Yeah, this is gonna make money. Start on the next one." Yeah. Well, and also printing the money, get to script writing. And also that, like, we always say this with movie stuff is like, in the works means that somebody's written a like plot synopsis on a napkin yeah, and it's like Pikachu trademarked tra- Detective Pikachu two or something like that. So, That's okay though. Yeah, I mean, it, like. 
like you all said, it it looks like it's going to be good. Yeah. I am certainly have excitement for it where none existed before. Because like I'm not a Pokemon guy, but yeah. like I'm gonna see this. It looks super fun. I'm sure it's gonna make game busters in terms of um, like marketing and like toys, oh, yeah, merch and sale, merch and all that stuff. Well, um, they un- they unveiled recently all like the merch and stuff you could buy. So they have like detective hats that have little Pikachu ears on. Oh, them I'm sure. Them, like, Little magnifying glasses that you can buy that have emblazoned all over it. Plushes up the wazoo. Like, they've, they've already got this out in full force. Yeah, it's Pokemon. They know how to market them stuff. Absolutely. Oh, boy. Um, so, uh, John, you were right. Uh, I mean, as of right now, the, the most extent of it is that we just know that the... Uh, the trademark has been filed for Not him. the trademark, but the screenwriter is working on the next script. Yeah. yeah. They're doing uh, script treatments. <laughs> it's the so. same guy that did the screenplay for the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Oh, no. Yay! Uh, Oren Uziel, uh, who also did uh, the Cloverfield Paradox, oh, which no. was not very well received. No, that was bad, too. Uh, 22 Jump Street. <laughs> Didn't see that one. Oh, not good, either. It's, it's not as good as the first one. Yeah. Uh, and the new Men in Black movie, the Men in Black International. Damn, that looked really fun. I mean, it still could be good. It, yeah, that could still be good. Yeah, the other things don't don't hold high. Yeah. But I, that, so this guy just makes sequels to things that are already established. Then, uh, pretty much. Sweet, great. I mean, the Sonic the Hedgehog. Well, you know. it's already an established franchise. Yeah, yeah, but he's completely starting over. Uh, he's also yes. he's, he's also writing from Harry he's Sonic. Also writing the yeah. screenplay for the Supergirl movie. Cool. Great. Awesome. So, I mean, we'll see. Yeah, I'm excited for that movie, though. I am excited for that one. I think it's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun movie. Yeah, and I like the character designs. It's yeah. going to be a good time. Fun time out at the cinema. I, I will be interested. I want to see it with you just because I want to see what a like non-Pokemon Pokemon person, person reacts to yeah. this. Because like, I know everything about Pokemon. Yeah. So this is going to be a movie with like me every once in a while like just turning to you with a big grin on my face going like, you don't know what's happening, but this is great. I saw a lot of the TV show back in the day. Oh, yeah? Okay. I had some of the cards. <laughs> that's, uh, that's my extent. We'll have a, a, a Broken Clocks screening. Yeah, Broken Clocks at the movies. Um, something that won't be coming to the movies, but instead to your home Netflix viewing potentially is a Resident Evil series. Now, we started talking about Resident Evil 2 on this episode. Joe, how do you feel about a Resident Evil Netflix show? I'm not excited about it. Really? What? No. Dude, you love the movies. Because they're awful. This I don't is, love them this because they're This could be equally good. bad. I love yeah. them because they're fucking garbage. Well, and this... it's fun to watch them and going like, okay, why is that that? Why is that that? No, but you're just, you're a fan of Resident Evil in general. Like, you you read the books, which are also not that great. They're not good. Uh, but you liked them, and you bought them, and you read them. Because they're bad. Uh, I, I mean, you yes, like I could the probably games. enjoy this because it's a bad TV show. It, or it could be a good TV show. I don't know. Well, from what I understand, it is the production company behind the movies. So I could see. So it's Paul Anderson. Somebody's no. gonna get cubed. <laughs> not, not him. Like he's not he, his company, maybe. But there was some other company that was involved with the uh, with this potentially. At least that's the rumor so far. Hmm. And I, okay, so like it can be good. I'm not saying it's gonna be terrible. I'm just saying I'm not excited for it. You're gonna I'll watch need to it see anyway. more when it comes out. Yeah. Um, but if just because out. you slap Resident Evil on it doesn't instantly make it good. But it does mean that you're going to watch it. Yeah. I mean, I... You'll watch you're going to watch it. I got to see the trailers and stuff. You're going to watch it. I don't have even Netflix. If you... I just watch John's. <laughs> you have Netflix. You'll watch it. You pay for Netflix. I mean, yeah. No, there's no... You're allowed to have friends on your Netflix yeah. account. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, you have your own profile. Yeah. All right, yeah. That's why they have profiles. Yeah, yeah. so you have Netflix. <laughs> yeah. 
Exactly. But, You're gonna watch it. Uh, eh. I, I, okay, like I'll I'll be interested. To, like, okay, so is this gonna be a completely original story set in the Resident Evil universe, or is it is this gonna be universe? the movie universe? Is it going to be just a retelling of the games? Which would you prefer? I would if they were gonna do it. I would actually love to see them recreate Resident Evil One as a TV series. Go through like the whole plot of Chris Redfield and Jill and them going like through the mansion. That's what I would like to see if they were going to make a thing. The thing is that I never get what I want. <laughs> so no. it is going to be like some crappy uh, Resident like, Evil in space. Something like that. Yeah. It's going to be something like that. It's going to be like the movies where it's just ridiculous shit that has like. Like, there's a character with the same name as a character from the game, right. but they're not that character from the game at all. Right. But, I don't it's know. Jess Valentine and Leo Red... <laughs> Something like <Field>. that. <laughs> Ryan Redfield. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what you're going to get. You excited yeah. for it? You're going to watch it anyway, Joe. If it's, it comes out. I'm sure it's going to come out because Netflix just throws money at everything mm-hmm. nowadays. And you want to watch it with me because I'm not a Resident Evil fan. So you want to look over with a shit-eating grit every time something happens. Like, every you time don't know what's Adam, going on. No, no. Right. Adam no, no. loves you're it gonna, and you're going to look over at me and see me going like, that's not how it goes. Right. right. Adam's going to be doing? like, this is this is great. And you're just begrudgingly like kicking yeah. the corner. Yeah. Like it, it reminds me of reading about the, um, the original Resident Evil screenplay when George Romero wrote a screenplay for Resident Evil, the movie George back Romero in the day. wrote a script for Resident Evil? Yes, he was he was originally supposed to write and direct the original Resident Evil movie. Why didn't we get that? Because uh, Joe doesn't get what he wants. Yeah. But, and, well, it was, the, the screenplay wasn't that good. Oh, okay. I mean, the screenplay we got certainly wasn't good <laughs> yeah. either. So the bar is not But high. at least it had those characters in it. This yeah. is like what I'm talking about of the taking a thing and kind of changing around. Because in that one, it was like, it has the character's name. Like, there is a guy named Chris Redfield, but he is not the Chris Redfield. He's the like game. the janitor. <laughs> That's, it was like, Chris Redfield is a farmer, like, that has land by the mountain and right. stuff. Like, no, Chris was a fucking special, like, super cop. <laughs> he <laughs> like, punched a boulder yeah, into he submission. Was, he was a military guy. He wasn't, like, a farmer nearby. What are you talking about? No, That's how he gathers crops, is he just super punches the ground and all... Just uh, lifts it all up? Yeah. Well, yeah. no, just, like, he punches and all the, like, the vegetables come flying out of the ground. Oh, and yeah. All the fruit trees just drop fruit right. into specially placed baskets, because he's a super cop with super punches. Yeah. yeah. Energy. Makes sense. Energy yeah. legs. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. But, uh, well, whatever. <laughs> Well, we're at least probably a year or two away from it, so you have plenty of time to get hyped. Yeah, and also, like, I just can picture them being like, "It's it's The Walking Dead, but it takes place in Raccoon City instead of whatever the city Walking Dead took place in." All over, mm, I think Walking Dead played out. Atlanta, Atlanta, Georgia. Georgia starts, yeah, but then they go all over. Like, I just picture it being just Walking Dead 2.0. I mean, maybe you'll watch it. Though. We'll find out. You're going to watch it anyway. Yeah, yeah. we'll watch it with you. Uh, watch you grow in the whole time. You're gonna be like Leon in Resident Evil 2 remake. Just uh, watch you watch uh, 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 Joe, shut go, up! Joe, you're it's annoying. really quiet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so there you go. It all comes full circle. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, that'll do it then for the lightning round. Not lightning round for this week, which normally means it's the end of the episode, but not this week. Like I said, it is the <gasps> 100th episode, so we thought we'd bring back. A fan favorite, and by fans it means Joe and I, uh, a fan favorite game that we played only a handful of times. Uh, Way in back the, in the beginning. Yeah, in the early year. 
Uh, so the beginning part of uh, the first year. Uh, so right now we're going to go to a different recording uh, featuring some very special guests uh, for our latest edition of the ESR Beatdown. Take it away, Adam. All right. Thanks for that, Adam. You know, that guy is, he's really great. Man. No, he's not. How dare you, sir? How dare you? I like past Adam because he's not here right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's always in a better place. <laughs> In the long ago. Um, so yes, we are here. Uh, we have changed locations. This is the Broken Clock Studio 2.0. Uh, Joe, you're still here. I uh, am. John, you're still here. That's uh, me. But we have two new people joining us, as we said. So why don't you go ahead and introduce yourselves. Oh, hey, I'm Carrie. I, I live here. Oh, hey, I'm I'm Tyler. I also live here. That's weird. Yeah, you didn't need she to She allows that. you to live here. Yeah, you <laughs> didn't true. necessarily need to make that declaration. But either way, you guys are here uh, for a very special uh, edition of the ESR Beatdown for episode 100 of the Broken Clock Podcast yeah. Games Cast. Uh, so you guys ready to play the game? Oh, yeah, totally. Do you remember the game? Yeah. You have played before. I think you've played the very first edition of the game. Yeah. Yes. I can't believe you guys have played without us. No, this is <laughs> the next time. Well, we, I mean, we haven't really, like, we played a few times. Uh, yeah. Couple, the, Two oh, yeah, years ago. No big deal. Just well, and then it was just for a while. It was just me and Adam, so yeah. it was just like me trying to guess a game or Adam trying to guess a game. Oh, it's yeah, like, it's definitely better. works yeah, better, with, better with, with more people. people. Yeah, that's why we put it on hold. But now we've got a huge group here to celebrate episode 100. Uh, so we're going to get into it first because we haven't played in quite some time. Let me go over the rules of the ESR beatdown. Uh, basically, the way that this game works is I went through uh, and took five games listed on the ESRB ratings website. Those are the people that put the fun little letters in the corner of your game box to tell you if it's bad or not. Um, and each individual game will have uh, content descriptors that let you know what is in the game, as well as a fun little paragraph that kind of gives you a little bit more information on what the game is and some of the things that take place in the game. Uh, so your job, the four of you, is to try and guess the game as quickly as possible. Uh, if you get the, if you guess the game after I give you the year, the platform, and the rating, you will get three points. Uh, if you get it after the content descriptors, you will get two points. And if you get it at any point during the paragraph reading, uh, you will get one point. So whoever has the most points at the end of the five games will be the champion of our special edition. Legacy of Kane, Soul Reaver. No, that's Hold wrong. On. So to make it clear, yep. so once you give us the year uh -huh. and then the platform. Yeah, the year, the platform, and the rating. And you the guys rating. Mature. And then you have to yeah, think about like... So like two, 2008... Uh, PlayStation mm -hmm. rated M for Mature, yeah. and we yeah. have to guess the game off of that? Well, you can you, if you're, yeah, if you're skilled enough. Yeah. Oh, you, you mean Legacy of Cain Soul Reaver? <laughs> Alright, I understand. It was Legacy yeah. of Cain Blood Open. I understand your no, outrageous fucking no, Dark saying, Souls game. That was the one that yeah. was right. No, so I, oh, I am also dumb. <laughs> I tried to pick games that uh, all of you had either played or at least could know enough of that you'd be able to guess it's it based like on some of the weird things. indie Steam Yeah, game exactly. Or like that. Well, the thing is that with the indie games and stuff that's digital only releases, a lot of times the ESRB won't write a paragraph. They'll just rate it and that's it. So like, it's a little bit harder to draw from. So these are all uh, mainstream releases. Although I will Probably give you a hint titles. to the last one uh, that I'm pretty sure none of you have played it, but hopefully you'll be able to guess it based on uh, everything and how it goes. So, Barbie Horse Adventure. Babies. I was just going to say Imagine Babies. <laughs> I was this close to the word Imagine Babies just falling out of my mouth. All right, so you guys ready to play? Yes. yes. All right, first up, 2017, T for Teen, Windows PC, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. Uh, Testing? Destiny would be mature. It was it? Were they? I don't know. Actually, yeah. I, I, I barely played it. So, uh, yeah, I got nothing. Fortnite. 
It is Fortnite. Oh, yeah. shit! <laughs> it is Fortnite. Fuck, I was going to say that Three as a points joke. Has that been around for... Oh, the original, probably? Not yes. Fortnite Battle Royale? Yep. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I think Fortnite Battle Royale even came out in, like, August of 2017. Oh, that's possible. Uh, so, yeah, T14. Content descriptors was violent. Uh, and I'll give you guys the paragraph. It's an action game in which players build, gather resources, craft weapons, and battle hordes of monsters in frenetic combat. Uh, so okay, this yeah, one would have thrown, thrown us off because everyone would have gone with Minecraft. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so from a third-person perspective, players use guns, swords, grenades to fight skeleton-like monsters in ranged melee combat. And players can also defeat enemies using various traps, uh, e.g. Uh, electric spikes, poisonous gas. Battles are highlighted by frequent gunfire, explosions, and cries of pain. So Perry, three points off the top. Nice. I feel really ridiculous for pitching about these rules now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, no, it really just gave you a full, a fuller understanding, yeah, you, so you'd be you able had to wrap to your play mind around it. Yeah, even better than these schmucks who weren't even ready for it. Oh. Uh, all right, you guys ready for the second game? Yes. Curious. Two thousand. We're gonna do that five times, and this is gonna take five minutes. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Two thousand nine. M for mature. PlayStation three and Xbox three sixty. Now, uh, Metal Gear four. Nope. Gears of War Judgment. Oh, wait, no, that was on PS3. It's only on, <laughs> yeah, it's only on Xbox. 2009 nope. starts about 19. Wait, what consoles did you say? PS3, uh, PS3 and Xbox 360. Oh, I did not catch the Xbox. I rescind my guess. <laughs> my incorrect guess. Uh, <clears throat> Johnny, you got anything? Saints Row 4. Nope. Call of Duty. Nope. Which one? All right, uh, content descriptors. Blood and gore, intense violence, partial nudity, strong language. Grand Theft Auto! Suggestive themes, no. That's also the second rule of this game is it's never Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the many rules of this game. I need you to start the list over, sorry. Uh, blood and gore, intense violence, partial nudity, strong language, and suggestive themes. PS3. And 360. Darksiders. No. Uh, uh, no, Dark that would be on everything. Actually T, wasn't it? I don't think so. That's All that devil me. shit, I feel like that's never getting a T. Huh. Joe? Uh, no, I got nothing. Nothing. All right. This is an action game in which players assume the role of an ancient being who battles angels and demons while uncovering God, the mystery two humans. of their past. Dante's Inferno. No. Two humans? Nope. Devil May Cry no. or DMC Devil May Cry? Uh, nope. Uh, okay. uh, players use hand-to-hand combat, magic attacks, and pistols to kill enemy creatures that often splay blood when hit. Spray blood? Spray blood. <laughs> spray blood. <laughs> God hit. hand. It's not Fable because that's only on great. Xbox. It was on PS3. Uh... Players can also perform an assortment of over-the-top finishing moves referred to in the game as torture attacks on the creatures. Oh. Are you sure this wasn't Dante's Inferno? Yeah, right? (laughs) I'm very sure it's not Dante's Inferno. (laughs) Thanks for checking for me, though. (laughs) Uh, Mortal? Uh, So some of those torture attacks are impalement with an Iron Maiden, decapitation with a guillotine. Oh, Bayonetta. Yes. (laughs) I almost said Bayonetta, and I was like, no fucking way. Was that 10 years ago? It was, in it was fact, 10, 10 years, years ago. ago. We're all old. Yeah. <laughs> 3's coming out. Fuck. Yeah, during the course of the game, some female characters smash. perform suggestive taunts and poses, including opening their legs and gyrating their hips. Yeah. Uh, some of the more provocative outfits uh, are shed during oh, battle. Some provocative yeah, outfits. Yeah, resulting in brief depictions of buttocks and breasts. Uh, the camera occasionally pans close up on the breasts as they are jiggling. Uh, strong profanity. Uh, examples, fuck, shit, and asshole can be heard throughout the dialogue. Definitely Chainsaw Lollipop or Lollipop, Lollipop Chainsaw. Chainsaw. We've already yeah. done that game in this one. So, really? Yeah. I had yeah. to have the list of which ones we had already done to make sure we didn't do double up. All right. So three points to carry, one point to Joe. Moving on to All game right. number three. Uh, 
2018 Windows PC, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. Minecraft. No. Uh, it didn't come out in 2018. What was it rated? M for Mature. M for Mature. And it was Windows... Windows, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. What year? Red Dead. 2018. <laughs> Nobody paid attention. Black Ops 4? Nope. Joe, you got a guess? Uh, a mature, mature rated game from last year? Mm-hmm. See, here's the thing: is once I put on the spot, I completely blank on everything. Yeah, blank. Game. Hold, well, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Give us a fucking minute before you take the points away. Five. No, no, uh, stop four. it. You're getting anxiety. <laughs> I'm making it harder. All right, come on, last second. Anything? I got nothing. All right. I do. I do. I don't know that you do. So Fortnite. Creed? <laughs> it's not. Uh, content one? descriptors. Uh, blood, intense violence, nudity, sexual content, and strong language. Got a four. No. Damn it. Not Xbox. Yeah. Oh, Spider-Man. No, you're right. <laughs> you played a very different Spider-Man than we did. Lego Star Wars. <laughs> I really uh, wanted to put Spider-Man in this game because I loved it so much, but it's a system exclusive one year so ago. Awesome. There's yeah. only like three games that you could have possibly picked for right. a PlayStation exclusive, and the other two were M-rated. <laughs> Detroit Too Human. No. Detroit Become Human. Yeah. Whatever. That was the other PlayStation exclusive M rated game besides yeah. God of War. Could you read the, the things again? Blood, intense violence, nudity, sexual content, and strong language. Oh, and it was out on everything, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Yakuza 6. Nope. Good mm, brain. Yakuza 2. Else? No, it's not a Yakuza game. Uh, okay. Those were only on PlayStation, anyways. You're right. I feel like so little. What year was it? 2018. Last year. Last year? Yep. Was Vampire on everything? No, it's not Vampire. All right, moving on moving to the on. paragraph. Damn it, damn it. Uh, this is a third-person action game. Yeah. Some situations require players to engage in firefights using machine gun and sniper rifles. Can you talk slower? Yes. Third-person action game. <laughs> Some situations require players to engage in firefights using machine guns and sniper rifles. PUBG? These sequences are accompanied by realistic gunfire and splashes of blood. Far Cry third? 5? Nope. No, that third person. That'd be third oh, yeah, person. Yeah, you're right. I'm trying to remember <clears throat> when third person action games came out last year. One sequence requires players to torture a man. Was Red Dead? I already said Red Dead. New- oh, I Players use a variety of implements. Examples, nail gun, pistol, and electric cables. I mean, this is, sounds like Grand Theft Auto V, but that was in 2018. Yeah, and that's the rule, Joe. It's never Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, there's a, a legit torture scene where you're supposed to torture someone in that. Yeah, we said Grand Theft Auto. We knew. Uh, let's see. <laughs> to obtain information to kept it. Screams and occasional blood splatter effects may accompany electrocution or gunshots. Oh, God. This is going to be one of those ones yeah, where I'm here so when it is. I'm just it. fucking pissed at myself. The game contains some sexual material and nudity. A couple having sex. Uh, as observed through a trailer window, loud moaning sounds can be heard, though the view is partially obstructed. A trailer? A way out? It is a way out. Oh, shit, I was going <laughs> to nice. say, when I heard trailer, I was like, is this a way out? I don't remember them having sex in that game. Yeah. No, uh, it's the well, I... it's the um, cheating husband. Remember, we like walk uh, by the trailer, you can hear the sex noises, and then yes. she's like, oh, go, go over there and tell my cheating husband, they, like, you know, whatever. The last part would have been the giveaway. It was uh, prison sequences briefly depicting male buttocks and genitalia. Yeah. The word fuck and shit appear in the dialogue. Oh, you do torture that guy on the skyscraper. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. 
I had to modify it a little bit because the original first sentence was like a cooperative game where players. You got it. Yeah. <laughs> you got I, it's it. just one of those things where like, why did I not remember that? that like I like, said, once I figured it out what it was, I was going to be mad at myself. Yep. That was a smart one to pick because I don't think of that as like third person action but game. But it is I'm a third. I'm thinking like Splinter Cell, yeah. Metal yeah. Gear, yeah. you know, like, but that's absolutely what that is. Yeah. You're right. crafty. Yeah. See? My, my game of the year. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So I have three points and Joe has two? Two. Yep. That's correct. And there's All right. one more game? Two more games. Two more games? All, All right. right. So I can tie if I get this one on the third. Or yeah. win. Or win. Or anyone else can tie. Yeah. The game's, still, the game's game. still wide open yeah. here. Nobody's I, running away with yeah, it. The chances of somebody getting on the first shot again seem pretty slim, but we'll see. Right. I didn't think Carrie would have been the one to do it in the first place. Whoa. <laughs> Gauntlet being thrown down. All right. 2012 T for Teen Xbox 360. No. Breakdown. No. Oh. I thought it was regular Xbox. 2001? Gears of War Judgment. 12. No. No. All the Gears are, yeah, they're mature. <laughs> I don't remember if Judgment was. <laughs> I didn't play that one. Yeah, that could have been one of those all weird mature. offshoots you, that's you all that's like not the top one. That's right. The, is that, that's not out yet. It, it's also a yet, mobile phone it? game. Yeah, but it wouldn't be mature. It might be. Maybe. That's true. It could be. You never know. But All it was right. T for Teen? T for Teen. All right, last chance. 2012? 2012. Come on, I gotta think about how old I was. Last guesses. <laughs> 2012 Six years Xbox younger. 360 exclusive, right? Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Oh. I'm cooking something. Uh, the idea's hatching? It's coming. Banjo, Kazooie, Nuts and Bolts. No. Damn. Carrie? Fable. No. I Viva Pinata. Two. <laughs> nope. Uh, All right, I'm gonna have to move on. Damn it. <sighs> Content descriptors. Mild language, mild suggestive themes, and violence. Every video game ever. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, some of the content descriptors aren't necessarily easier to no. pin down. Unless, like, sometimes the nudity one will give it away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or at least narrow it down. Yeah. 360 exclusive. 360 exclusive. God, I, like two, I like, don't remember 360 at 2009, all. so it's 2012. Oh, 2012. Crackdown 2? Was it? Like, I... That, and that would have been in for Like, Xbox exclusive... A teen Xbox exclusive yep. game. Yep. Like that game was for adults, Agent. <laughs> <laughs> How did Forza Horizon? Nope. Was that T? Uh, and yeah, probably, it could probably be because of like lyrics, lyrics and stuff. Yeah, yeah, something like that's always pushing it. Or like over vehicular the... damage. Yeah. You, you hear a scream if you crash into the crowd or something. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right. We're moving on to the paragraph. Yeah. All right. In this action game, based on a popular universe, uh, players perform activities that include tournaments, racing, and duels. Harry Potter. No. Mm, I don't think one of them was an Xbox exclusive. No, no, no way. Prototype. No. No. Is that a popular universe? (laughs) (laughs) No, they did. Not you. That's true. Also, not an exclusive. They came out for the other consoles after, but it was an exclusive to start. Time in exclusive. some mini games, players use signature weapons and telekinetic powers to battle fantastical creatures. Not Examples: s- aliens and robots. Star Wars: The Force Unleashed. Nope. No, that's not an exclusive either. Yeah. Use psychic powers. Signature Gosh. weapons and telekinetic powers. Too human. No. Um. What's the other one? Uh, oh no, that was regular Xbox. Never mind. In melee style combat, enemies collapse to the ground when killed. In one sequence, mm-hmm. players assume a first-person perspective <coughs> to shoot down alien spaceships. 
these frenetic battles are accompanied by laser fire and large explosions. Destroy all humans? No. Marvel Ultimate Alliance? No. Halo Wars? Nope. Halo 3? Nope. No. Halo Reach? Halo Wars 2? <laughs> Halo ODST? Another sequence allows players to control a giant creature that rampages through city streets and attacks civilians. Cries of pain and crunching sounds can be heard as humanoid characters are thrown, stomped on, and eaten. Oh, oh, crackdown! No. We already said crackdown. That was the first thing that John said. Yeah, that's what I said. John said ages ago. They even said the agent joke. (laughs) A giant monster that you ride? Mm -hmm. You control. Yep. What? What are you doing? Incredible Hulk Ultimate Destruction. Nope. The PS2 game. PS2 game. (laughs) I know. All right. In the dancing minigame... <laughs> Some female characters perform suggestive moves. Examples: gyrating their hips and buttocks, what the and wearing revealing this? outfits, partially exposed cleavage and buttocks. There's a dancing mini game. There sure giant is. robots. First person. The Simpsons. Nope. Boobs and buttocks. The words "damn" and "hell" can be heard in the dialogue. Damn hell. Just dance, Star Wars. <laughs> the connect. The connect edition. Star Wars yeah. Connect? It is Star Wars Connect. Are you? Oh my god! I'll give it to you. Yeah, I'll give it to you. All right. Yeah, there's Connect Star Wars. Are you fucking serious? Yeah, I don't remember parts where you actually. I'm assuming you jump on the back of like a rancor or something, and he rampages around. I don't remember there being like a hub city. Yeah, I know. I, well, I mean, no one played that. Yeah, no How many hours it. or minutes did you actually put in? Was that, that game? one you were talking minutes. about? That yeah. you said I that was a game that like nobody played, but yeah. we probably figured out. No, the next one is. Oh. This game makes me hate you. <laughs> I don't know. I thought that was a pretty good. No, it really was good. good. Yeah. Yeah, like nice before pull. it said lightsabers <laughs> all over the place. That's why I had to put like signature <laughs> weapons and like it said the force, so I had to change it to oh, like the powers. No, you have to modify it a little bit because otherwise, like, like the first line of the game is set in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> well, I'm like that's why my first thought went to like Force Unleashed or something yeah. like that because I was like, oh, it sounds like a Jedi. Like, yeah. With, yeah, you were right on, but like I couldn't be the like more close. obscure game. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Make it seem like Star Wars, but... And I saved the dancing minigame part for the end, so that That's way... where he threw me off. Yeah, the Han like, Solo part. I was really excited to get to that part, because I knew you guys would freak out a little bit. All right, here's the last game. Uh, so, John, you got a point there. Uh, so, there's three points to Carrie, two points to Joe, and one point to Johnny. That's me. 2008, E for everyone. Hold on, hold on, hold on. The Wii. It's all, it's all still free. So, I'll say all those, and you still have a chance. 2008. 2008. E for, e for everyone. American Babies. Yes. Is it really? Yeah. Is it really? Is it yeah. really? Damn yeah. it! Yeah. Wait, that came out on 3DS. That wasn't a Wii exclusive. That originally it was. <sighs> yeah. Hold Comic on. Mischief. This multiplayer activity game consisting of several mini games starring avatars for each player. Games include racing, card matching, and pattern recognition, eating and throwing food, <laughs> bubble popping, and snowball fights. During the snowball fighting minigame, players can hit other baby characters and sometimes a creature that Carrie's pops bro- out of the ground. Carrie's broken. God damn it. There you go. So, Carrie, congratulations. You have won points. the episode 100 edition of the ESR Beatdown. How does it feel? Fucking imagine babies. We guessed it like. We guessed it like. At the beginning, the top of the yeah. show. No, also, like, I went back and I listened to the first episode that we did this, and Carrie just kept yelling Imagine Babies all the time then, too. Uh. 
two <laughs> fucking the cycle is complete. Two fucking years ago, she was screaming "Imagine Babies" at everything. It is a really funny title for a game. It is. So, so I mean, good. seriously, Imagine Babies. I mean, it's 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 actually Party Babies, and the babies is spelled with a Z, which knows which lets you know it's a super hip game. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. All right. Well, thanks. Well, so I'm not just gonna swoop in here and explain to you that Imagine Babies and Imagine Party Babies are two separate games with their own continuum. There's also <laughs> Imagine Babysitters and Imagine Horses. There's mm-hmm. an entire line of Imagine Animals. Yeah. Yeah. If you're into that too. Yeah. They all exist back there on the Wii and the 3DS. And the DS, yeah. Uh, but no, thank you guys so much for joining us uh, for the second part of this episode. Uh, so we can celebrate episode 100. Do you guys have any thoughts on the? You guys have been on the podcast before. Anything you want to say? I should have stayed home. <laughs> you are home. Just on the other side of the home, he means. I get what he's saying. He wanted to be on the couch for this. Fucking imagine babies. <laughs> All right. Well, that'll do it then for the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. Remember, you can find the Gamescast every Monday morning at 9 a.m. on Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify. Um, also, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, I forgot what we had talked about yesterday, so I don't have the list of questions to ask you to let us know what you thought about those topics, but please do. Uh, and let us know if you got any of these in the game before Carrie did. Park. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any of the ones where Carrie didn't immediately jump in and swoop, which two first first piece first gets is really good. Um, but if you got any of those other games before anybody else, uh, definitely let us know on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. But once again, um, thanks so much for listening to any part of any episode that you've listened to. We do really appreciate it. Uh, and for the Broken mm-hmm. Clock Podcast Gamescast, my name is Adam. I'm Joe. I'm Johnny. I'm Tyler. I'm Carrie. And thanks so much for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye.